0: The following is a Dowling Catholic Sports presentation on Iowa Catholic Radio. Our coverage of Dowling Catholic High School football is underwritten by Ashworth Vision Clinic, Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, Mercy One, Skeffington's Formal Wear, and Bows on the Floors. Thank you for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio and Dowling Catholic Football.
1: And good evening and welcome to Johnston Stadium as we get set for high school football tonight. Week number three is Dowling taking on The Johnson Dragons, Mark Hemadill, joined by John Chido, and the third guy in the booth with me this year in three games, Mr. Matt Maindring, the principal. Welcome back to the program, sir. Great great to be back and and kick off another year. No, we are just barely below the fog line here at Johnson. We're so up in the air, up in this press box, that that fog line is – we may have to go to our sideline guy, Mr. Johnny Chido, more tonight with his uh, companion, the umbrella guy, Mark Scigliano. Uh, We may have to – that's the third time Skig's been in a game this yeah. year. Yeah. Hmm. I haven't noticed that. Johnny?
2: He's becoming more popular than uh, Bob Costas at this point, Mark.
1: <laughs> I thought it was just the tent and Indy Knoll that uh, propelled him, but now last week he was the only Dowling guy on the Valley sideline, and that worked out pretty well. Oh, yeah. And now tonight he's here holding the umbrella. Is that What, he, what are you going to have him do down there? Because he's going to have to be your color guy if we get fogged out up here. Well, he's, the extra,
3: se- <clears throat>
2: Excuse me. he's the extra set of eyes that, that will be needed with the fog, especially. My
1: eyesight, as you guys know, is not the best. <laughs> Johnny has a nickname, uh, Matt. We'll, we'll just leave it up here oh, in the press okay. box. But, uh, yeah, he is. But welcome back, Matt. Yeah, it's it's good, good to, to see be you. back. Good to be back. Good to see you. What did you think of last week's game? Did it sound all right? Did it was the final great. score? Did I get the final score enough times?
4: You did. Wow. I think you got it. I, you know, it, it was quite a game to watch and uh, see unfold the way it did, and you just didn't expect it. But, you know, it's – Dallin got the momentum early and just never gave Valley a chance to gain any momentum, you know, no big mistakes. And, and uh, it was, you know, total control up front, and, which was
1: surprising. And you say that and giant Maroons didn't give up big plays. Now that'd be a key to any game. You don't give up big play, especially with all their, um, you know, the firepower that Valley has offensively with receivers, running backs and their quarterback. And Dallin didn't give up big play defensively. No,
2: they didn't. And, Going back to the state title game last year, we talked in pregame about who was going to get out of their routine first is the one that was going to be in trouble. And because these both these two teams, uh, Valley and Dowling, going back to last week, are, are routine teams. They like to control the game, control do what they do best. Mm-hmm. And we saw last week Dowling stayed the course, Valley uh, offensively at least. I mean, they were able, like you guys said, they were unable to get anything going. And so they kind of got out of the routine. and. By the time yeah we looked, it was 22 nothing, and it's hard to come back from something like that.
1: Yeah, two, two offensive uh, touchdowns with the offense in the field and the special teams touchdown with Louie Brooks, a 53-yard punt return. All in the first half, yeah. Matt. Second half yeah. was a defensive game for both teams. Uh, uh, both defenses pitched the shutout. But uh, Dowling lost their uh, starting center in the mm-hmm. second half, and that kind of adjusted things for the Dowling offensive line. And I think uh, Coach will hear in the pregame, or here in the uh, conversation I had with him yesterday, Coach Wilson of Dowling saying that uh, they kind of, uh, you know, just kept the ball on the ground and. Tried to grind the clock, and if Valley needed to score, well, they'd open their playbook a little bit better, but they didn't have to. And uh, they got the first downs when they needed to.
4: They did. And and, and the thing was, you know, in the the game as it started, you usually expect Dowling establishes what they're going to do by running the football. Yeah. You know, and doing that. Now it was that quick passing game. And I don't think Valley was ready for that coming out of the shoes because we didn't see the Indianola. No, no, exactly right. And so then, you know, Dowling comes out and establishes that and then gets them on their heels a little bit, and all of a sudden, you know, the ball started moving and then the second half, you know, it became more of a, a grinded out game and playing conservative yeah. and playing with twenty two point leads a
1: little a little bit easier.
4: Yeah. A lot a, easier. Absolutely. And to hold on to that twenty two point lead Especially in the second half.
2: How how well the defense was yeah. playing the defensive line and yeah. getting after the quarterback.
1: Well, the Maroons, you mentioned the passing attack. Uh, Louis Brooks, yep. one of the captains, uh, leading receiver from last year. He and Koa Thompson use that flanker position. And then uh, Mac Anderson came into his own against Valley, had some great catches. But a young man who hasn't come into his own yet, we're hoping to, Carson Brown. Yep. Another receiver, he backs up Mac Anderson. You may see him a little bit more tonight, and yep. uh, we'll see how that goes. But tonight, tonight for the running game. And tonight's the night to be on a turf field, not a grass field, because they're going to get ate up. There's a lot of rain here in central Iowa, over 4 and a half inches since uh, Monday, and that has torn up a lot of grass fields. Luckily tonight we're here at Johnston, and we have the field turf.
4: Yeah, it, you know, it's, <laughs> you go back 10 years, and all of a sudden these games get, get yeah. real ugly in a hurry. And uh, it does, but it starts in the trenches. No matter what, when you have weather like this, it, it comes down to turnovers and line of scrimmage play, and you know th- what? That was probably the most impressive thing last week was how Dowling controlled the uh, the line of scrimmage on both sides of the football, offensively and defensively. You just wouldn't have expected that.
2: No, you're you're exactly right. And you know it, what? I'm kind of looking looking at this week is is coming off that Valley Dowling week. If you go back to last year, we struggled with Johnson. You know, a lot of credit is Johnson's a good ball team. Don't get me wrong, but but coming off that rivalry game into this game is. Mm-hmm. Is the only going to be flat? Are they going to be as hungry as they were last week? And it's funny you say
1: that, Johnny. Yeah. I, I talked to Coach Wilson about that. The week after the Valley-Dowling game, whether you win or lose. Right. Now, we've lost the last no couple of regular no matter season matter what, games yeah. to them. So, or, or Dowling's lost them, and then the next week, okay, you got yeah. to get focused for your next opponent, whoever that may be. And this is – a so-called could-be trap game for Dallin because next week, Waukee comes to town. Yep. And they got a huge win over Ankeny last week, a second-ranked team. That was big for their program last yeah. week. You can't look past tonight in Johnston. Dragons are 1-1. One one. Uh, they they well played coached. us tough last yep. year. Well-coached under Coach Brian Woodley. Uh, we, we beat them 17-7, to Dalling a winner last year at Valley Stadium. Maroons led 14 to nothing at halftime and got outscored seven to three in the second yeah. half. So that's the kind of Johnson team you're going to see tonight. And
2: it was really flat game, if I remember right. It was just it started out good and just it was a lot of penalties, a lot of mistakes, mm. and and, and uh, the second half was not not a good half for Dowling. No, it certainly wasn't. But uh, tonight the
1: Dowling defense they came to play last week. The offense hopefully will get uh, uh, more involved. They had a couple touchdowns early, but a defensive line Pettis, Patton, and Pearson and Pettis and Pearson are the two of the four returning starters, and they have made things miserable, Johnny, for the opposing opposing offenses that Dowlings faced.
2: Yeah, uh, Jalen Pettis, I can't say enough about his play and how he performed last week, and a lot had to do with uh, Max Deary on his blitzes and the the combination that him and Jalen both ran, and you throw Russell Pearson in there too with that senior experience uh, because he's had... uh, Two more years' experience than than Jim right. Pettis did. Mm-hmm. That's a tough defensive line to go up against. I mean, they're fast, they're quick. They're not the biggest guys, but but they get after it. And uh, wow, did they were well, they were impressive uh, against that Valley team with a you know a, a four star running back that's going to Kansas State, four star quarterback that's going to Kansas mm-hmm. State. Um, hats off to, to
3: yeah, it's it
4: somewhere blitzing than normal. Yeah, create yeah. you know and by blitzing. What that does is it isolates Pettis. You know, if you're going to double team Pettis, then you're going to give up something on the right. Bets. And right. so it created more one on one matchups for someone like Jalen and, and Russell Pearson and Chase Patton up front. And, and then if you're going to double, then all of a sudden Deary's coming late off yeah, the edge. Yeah. And that was one of the advantages of watching it on TV. I did want to hit rewind a
3: couple times. But, uh, <laughs> uh, is that a isn't it nice to have that option? Because yeah. I yeah. I'd
2: sit down on the sideline. I, I wish I want to look up at the scoreboard yeah. and I'm waiting for the replay. but nothing there I have yeah. to
1: see if they'll get it up here tonight at, at johnson as we're at their beautiful facility what this is this year three that this, they've this been nice, open man. and it's it's phenomenal well we're going to go to our tape with uh, head coach tom wilson here after this next break uh the one thing before we go to break is the injury report uh lynch is still out the Dowling tight end a, co- a captain uh out at, at tight end tonight uh Jake Ols, the center, out with an ankle injury he suffered last week. And uh, Rawson Rumley, the backup, uh, one of the backup linemen who they rotate in, uh, out for another couple weeks with the uh, injured hand. Defensively, Carson Boyle out again, the uh, starting free safety starting corner, rather, and Peyton Johnson out for the year with an ACL. He was uh, one of the backup linebackers. So those are never good. Five on the injured list tonight uh, coming here, and two of them are captains, and that's something you never want to see, Matt, no. is uh, two, two of your four captains out.
4: Yeah, you, you, you're lifeblood, but it's that it's opportunity for those kids to show their leadership in a different manner. And, you know, they're a couple great kids, and you know they're going to provide the support. Uh, for the guys on the team and the way they need to on the sidelines and and help the team get better.
1: All right, it's Dowling and Johnson here at Johnson High School. The rain has stopped, got a little mist. Drizzle and a lot of fog is trying to set in. Other games going on tonight. Number two, Southeast Polk is at 10th-ranked Cedar Rapids-Kennedy. That game will kick off at 7.30. Everything else is a 7 o'clock start. Western Moyne Valley, Valley is idle tonight. They take on number two, Southeast Polk, next week at Southeast Polk. Council Bluffs Lincoln is at number five, Urbandale. 7th-ranked Waukee at Ankeny Centennial. That's a game on CISN tonight. Uh, number eight, Ankeny at Fort Dodge. Western Dubuque of Epworth at Indianola. That's a 6 o'clock start, so they're all just about ready to go to half. And was at Winterset and Cedar Rapids-Washington at Marshalltown. So that's the games going on in Class 4A tonight. We'll take a break along with Matt Mandring and John Chido. I'm Mark Amadale from Johnson High School. Kickoff at 7 o'clock. It's Dowling and Johnston Up next, head coach Tom Wilson of Dowling Catholic. I caught up with him. Talk about uh, last week's matchup with Valley and this week's matchup with the Johnson Dragons here on Iowa Catholic Radio.
6: Thank you, construction professionals, for underwriting our show, Man Up, heard Mondays at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m.
7: Construction professionals have been long supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio, and we've seen their work. It's beautiful. They do remodeling or new construction that is innovative, functional, and designing what you want. It's a family business built on a strong foundation to create a new or remodeled home that is uniquely yours. cpcustomhomes.com. From our family
6: to yours, God bless. Thank you, construction professionals.
1: And welcome back to the pregame show here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Mark Amadale now joined by Dowling football head Co- head coach Tom Wilson before tonight's game, Dowling at Johnson tonight. And, Coach, uh, thanks for joining us, and best luck to Maroons. Thank you, Mark. Well, Coach, we talked to you last week after the victory over Valley, and, uh, you know, the Valley-Dowling game is, is memorable. The kids get up. It's a great week of practice for you because, you know, you got the kids' attention. But it's the week after, whether you win or lose, do you have their attention, and it's – Uh, Johnson tonight. Johnson, pretty decent team. They gave you fits last year, but it's also looking ahead to next week for Waukee. So I hope that's not going on, but uh, you're the guy that's involved with all that. Your thoughts on this week and preparing for a a big game against Johnston? I really
8: think our kids have done a nice job. I mean, they've been fairly focused. Uh, We've basically had three days in the rain uh, for our preparation, but we were outside each day, and uh, the kids made it fun. Uh, for themselves. Now, if you'd ask them, I'm sure there's many other things that they'd rather be doing than standing out getting soaked, but uh, they, they did a nice job, and it doesn't make offense look very good sometimes, but um, I felt our kids got better, and, and I've been pleased with their mindset.
1: Well, and that's based on, you look back at last week's game with uh, Valley, a 22 nothing win, first out for Dowling against Valley in over 20 years, and obviously uh, something that you know, Dowling's back. People were wondering, you know, are they back? Well, I think so, and I think it's just a, a process, and tonight's another part of that process. In a seven-game regular season, you don't have a chance to evaluate nine games. Now it's down to seven. But uh, let's, let's talk about the offense. You know, that first half was uh, some big plays, some tremendous offensive line play, and then your skills uh, really stepped up and executed.
8: They did. They really did a nice job. I was, you know, I think uh, obviously everybody knows about Louie and what he brings to the table uh, for our offense, but Mac Anderson uh, was basically uh, able to show what all of us in practice already knew, and uh, he's a good player. and And I uh, thought the quarterbacks did a nice job. Steingraber is very much in control of the offense, and and uh, it doesn't have the strongest of arms, but as you can see uh, on the on the longer pass to Mac that got us down in the red zone, uh, it was certainly strong enough. And uh, you know, there were times, as you mentioned, we did a pretty decent job at the line of scrimmage. Um, I think of the push when Schwager uh, ran it in for a touchdown, uh, which was very good. And then, you know, once uh, Olsen went down, uh, things just really, uh, we weren't very much in sync in the run game. And so that caused us some issues. But fortunately, we had the lead, and uh, we could milk some clock at that time and really stay patient because we had so much confidence in the defense.
1: Yeah, and you mentioned uh, Jake Olson, your starting center, uh, going down with an ankle injury. Hopefully he'll be back here, not so much tonight, but uh, maybe next week. And uh, Caleb Saylor had to step up, and I know you know there's a reason why there's a number one and a number two, but Caleb stepped up. I know he's been going against the number one defense at times and some of the looks, so he got a taste of varsity action early.
8: Well, he did, and he was pretty wide-eyed when he went in. But uh, really, he, he came in and did a good job, and it, you know, it not enough can be said for just, uh, okay, let's get a decent snap and get this thing going. And, you know, Caleb was able to do that for us and, uh, he'll, he'll play better tonight. Um, you know, he's got a little bit of action. He got a full week of preparation with the ones and, and, uh, was able to, to see all the different looks. So,
1: uh, he'll play better tonight and we certainly need him to. Well, defensively coach, uh, another, uh, stellar game out of that defensive unit. And as I was telling, uh, Dave Marcouli and, and John Chido during the broadcast last week, I said there's six or seven guys that you got to try to figure out and talk about on the post-game show because they all stepped up. D-line, linebackers, and, and secondary all stepped up at big times to shut out a very stout uh,
8: uh, Valley offense. You're right, and it, it really took a team effort and, and just can't see enough about those guys, the coaches, getting them prepared. Um, they, they played uh, with some passion, and that's what we've been waiting to see, and uh, the defensive line was was giving Valley some fits, and hopefully, you know that can continue. Uh, you know, obviously, uh, Pettis gets noticed a lot, and, and really should. He's a, he's a good player. Uh, but those other guys, uh, Russell Pearson's been a solid player for us for for two years now, and has has done an outstanding job. Uh, Matabrual came in and and gave us some uh, great reps, and you know uh, Chase Patton, you know he does a lot of the dirty work, so. So uh, Pettis can look good, but we rotated. Um, I think it was ten guys in on the defensive line. So um, that's uh, that's a good thing. Some of them young,
1: some of them old, but they all did a nice job. And your your linebackers again, led by your captain Jack Meyer, uh, Kriegs We called his name a lot. Carson's had a tremendous year. The first two games, Max Derry, uh, he brings that wrestling mentality uh, to that linebacking spot. And Will Herman, uh, I think we forgot how many times we called their names, but that was all set up by your front front four.
8: You're right. And those guys, you know, were outstanding. I, I It felt like every time uh, Boston called a blitz, either Deary or Meyer were coming uh, free. And, and you mentioned Kriegshauser, which uh, I, I do think he's played very well. And, and uh, Herman, I thought, was outstanding the other night. Um, you know, Austin Klein has played very well. And now we're using uh, Jackson Langen and, and Jake Anderson uh, in that back end as well. So uh, the kids played great um, very proud of them um, it says a lot about them and, and their willingness to to get better and but uh, as we all know it's
1: week two and we're now we're moving on to week three well coach you mentioned we mentioned quite a few names but uh, every every week you get a chance to break down film with not only your assistants but yourself and some of the kids maybe we didn't mention on the radio you didn't talk about who stood out in film that uh, maybe kind of got unnoticed in that, that valley dialing game last friday
8: well you know we've talked a lot about that defense and and they've they've done a, a great job, but sometimes you know we forget the the dirty work of kale Gokenauer in there you know blocking and you know he he knows he's nothing more than a glorified guard uh, in our offense and he continues to get better. I think Schwager's a really solid player for us and and uh, you may not see it in the stat lineup with a bunch of yards, but he does some good things for us so um I think our offensive line has to continue to evolve. Gabe Carey's getting better and better. Dom Varelli has been consistent. So hopefully uh, that group can continue to mesh and, and improve.
1: Well, Coach, and finally uh, in this segment, uh, injury report. Obviously, you got two captains out now. Jake Olson, your starting center, a captain. And Andrew Lynch will miss his second game, or actually sec- uh, two and a half games now with an ankle injury. Uh, your starting tight end. And then on defense, Carson Boyle did not play last week. And then a young sophomore who's been in the mix, Peyton Johnson, is now out for the year uh, injured in that JV game on Monday night. So uh, the injuries get kind of starting to mount up with five of them.
8: Yeah, it is. And that's what we used to worry about. Now it's COVID and that. And uh... – you know it's it's unfortunate. I um, mean, you know, hopefully uh, we get uh, Lynch back and and uh, Olson back soon. And and uh, still waiting to see things on Boyle. And as you mentioned, uh, Peyton Johnson done for the year, which is tough because you know he's going to be a good player uh, someday. And uh, we kind of had him on the fast track to to help us sooner rather than
1: later. But that's going to have to wait another year. Visiting with head football coach of Dowling Catholic High School. It's Tom Wilson here on the pregame show. Dowling and Johnson tonight from the Johnson High School. This is Mark Hemmedale, and I'll be back with more. Talk about tonight's matchup with Dowling and Johnson here on Iowa Catholic Radio.
10: Iowa Catholic Radio, KWKY Des Moines, K233BT Des
0: Moines, KIHS Adel. Listen online anytime at iowacatholicradio.com or download the Iowa Catholic Radio app.
1: And welcome back to the uh, pregame show here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Mark Amadale continuing my conversation with Head Coach Tom Wilson of Dowling Catholic High School. It's Dowling at Johnson tonight. The Dragons come in at the record of one and one. Dowling undefeated at two and zero and newly anointed number one team in Class Four A. Congratulations on that, Coach. But tonight it's the Dragons. And I remember last year you got fourteen points on them in the first half and uh, got a field goal in the second half, and it was a dogfight. The, the defenses kind of took over. Uh, a 17-7 Dowling win, but uh, it was a struggle. Very physical game uh, at Valley Stadium. But now we have the rematch this year, and uh, you know Johnson's—you know—typical Johnson team. They're going to uh, be very solid. A lot of positions. Your thoughts on the preparation this week for the Johnson Dragons?
8: Oh, you're right. They're a—they're a good football team, and you know they played Urbendale, um, who is a really good team as well. That first game, and they somewhat self-destructed. Uh, special teams-wise, and, and uh, they were able to put up quite a few points in the second half, made it a game, and then uh, Urbandale pulled away at the end. So uh, then they, they uh, beat lumps on Lincoln uh, last week. and So they're a good football team, and uh, they're dangerous on offense. They've got a Division one tight end. Uh, Their quarterback played against us a year ago, um, and he, he looks like he's certainly uh, benefited from that year of experience. Um, They're going to try to run the football some, and and hopefully we can contain that and then get after their quarterback. Uh, I think their skill is is good. So uh, offensively, they're going to present a challenge for us, and um, our kids will have to play well again, Um, and uh, hopefully we can neutralize their strengths, and that really kind of starts with the tight end
1: both tight end you're talking about is Tyler Moore uh, big kid lined up as tight end wide receiver uh, 6'5", 240 and a senior and where's number 82 and he's already got a couple touchdown passes, pass receptions this year after eight catches and leads the team in receptions so he's somebody that uh, be an interesting matchup for Coast Boss and how he wants to handle that. Well, it is and,
8: and uh, you know at 6'5 he's a mismatch for our guys but you know hopefully pressure can neutralize some of that and you know, the quarterback, he gets flushed, and, and I think his natural reaction is to chuck it deep. So you have to you have to stay in coverage. We're going to have to do a great job that way, and and uh, really it's going to come down to those guys up front, like we've talked about in the first segment, uh, to do their job. So it allows us to create some turnovers.
1: And they have a couple of tailbacks that will uh, see a lot of time. Hubby, number five, and Tubbs, number six, out of the backfield. But Aiden Moore also plays a lot, especially in the second half, I noticed, against Des Moines Lincoln, number 29. So... Uh, they're going to bring a little bit of that speed uh, to their uh, ball club, along with the quarterback, who is their leading uh, b- ball carrier so far.
8: Uh, no question. Really, uh, most of his yards was on a quarterback sneak that they thought was stopped, and then it wasn't stopped. Uh, he was the only one that wasn't stopped. So uh, Moore is a good player. I mean, we can talk about uh, him a little bit more on the defense, but uh, you know he started a year ago. Uh, he's a good player. You're right. They played him at running back. They've got number five, number six that have uh, – that have played some as well. So um, it's a good offense. It's a good group. Um, I, I don't think they get notoriety like Valleys did the week before, but that's part of what scares me uh, is that, you know, our kids have to understand they're going to have to play well.
1: And defensively, uh, well, another number 55, instead of Pettis for Dowling, how about Cade Kennan uh, for for Johnston? 6'2", 265, leads the team with 11 tackles in two games, and he's a force right there at nose tackle.
8: He is. He's a big kid. Um, it'll be, he'll be a tough matchup. When he gets going, he's a, he's a load, and they like to, to move quite a bit in there, so it's not like you can tee off on him. Um, so uh, he'll be a good player. Their defensive ends are long guys, um, which uh, obviously can create some, some issues, and I really like their, their linebackers, especially their inside backers.
1: Aiden Moore, who is a two-way player, running back, and one of the linebackers, number 29, Godwin, number 33, and uh, Walker, number four, are their other linebackers, and two of them uh, are in the top three in tackling on this team. You like to see that out of your linebackers, not your corners, but you like to see your linebackers and tackles uh, being the leading tacklers. Yeah, they're aggressive downhill
8: guys, um, and they're going to bring it, uh, which is uh, which is a sign, obviously, of a of good linebacking crew. And you know, you start looking back into the secondary, and Helgeson is, you know, he's probably known a little bit more as a wrestler, but uh, he plays like it, and he's, he's a, a, an excellent wrestler, and he's a really good football player. So uh, we'll certainly know where he's at on the field as well.
1: Well, Coach, it's been a wet week. I'm sure it'll be a wet night as uh, rain is forecast. You might even see a delay if they have the thunderstorms they're talking about and predicting. But your thoughts on uh, the keys to Dowling tonight to be successful against this fine Johnson team?
8: Well, it's like I tell our kids every week: it's blocking, tackling, and discipline. That's really the the game of, of football. And you know, you you get in inclement weather like this, um, all of that uh, starts rearing its ugly head even more. And uh, ball security will be huge. Uh, field position could be huge. Depends on what we get wind wise. Typically at Johnston, wind can roll through there pretty well. So. Um, It could be a field position game, and and a lot of times that ends up being special teams. So hopefully we can run the ball, mix mix in our pass game, and and get things clicking and then let our
1: defense take over. Coach Wilson, thanks for joining us tonight. Best of luck, and we'll talk to you at halftime and on the postgame show. Good luck against Johnston. Thank you very much. Head Coach Tom Wilson has been my guest here on the pregame show. Alling and Johnson tonight from Johnson High School. This is Mark Himmedale, Matt Mandring, and John Chato rejoin the broadcast following these messages here on Iowa Catholic Radio.
11: Thank you, Skeffington's Formal Wear, for sponsoring Dowling Catholic High School football. In business since 1951, Skeffington's Formal Wear offers quality service, style, and selection, providing tuxedos, suits, and casual groom attire for weddings, proms, and any other special occasion. Skeffington's Formal Wear, with convenient locations in Des Moines, West Des Moines, Davenport, Coralville, and Ankeny. All locations are family-owned and operated by members in their respective communities, fitting you for life celebrations, online at skeffingtons.com.
1: And welcome back to Johnson Stadium. Mark Amadale alongside Matt Mainring tonight here on Iowa Catholic Radio. John Shido down on the Dowling sideline. It's Dowling and Johnson week three of the high school football season. I want to give a shout-out to Bev Whipple, one of our favorite supporters. I know she uh, lines you and Matt uh, Matt and uh, you and Tom Wilson. Uh, every week you got some kind of goodies. I don't see them in the press box, but I see them. I understand they make their way through Mary Pook and then she (laughs) distributes them
4: there. They don't make it to the end of the day. I didn't think so.
1: But, uh, hey, thanks for sharing, and we got to give a a shout-out to her. John Choddy, you're on the Dowling sideline tonight. Uh, Well, it's a little warmer tonight. It's in the, what, lower 60s as it's been in the 50s all week. Give us an update, John, from the sideline.
2: Well, the rain has stopped uh, for now, Mark, and uh, there is absolutely zero wind. So it's very calm. It's actually really good conditions. For football, because last week it was hot, a lot of guys were cramping up. I don't think you're going to have that problem tonight.
1: You know it doesn't look like it. the problem will be the fog. If that sets in and gets any lower, Matt and I are out, and you and Mister Skigliano are in from the sideline.
2: Yeah, and right now it's 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 good. Everything is out to the west, and uh, down on the field, it's 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 gorgeous atmosphere here. Uh, this stadium is really really nice. And, All right, uh,
1: we're, we got the captains' meeting. We're going to take a break and come back with the kickoff. It's Dowling and. Uh, Johnston as the captains are out there with the coin toss. Mark Amadil, Matt Mandring, and John Chidal. The kickoff, kickoff is next here on Iowa Catholic Radio. But first a word from Dr. Uh, from Dr. Ryan and uh, our pregame prayer here on Iowa Catholic Radio.
2: Hi, this is Dr. Dan Ryan, President of Dowling Catholic High School. Welcome to another season of exciting Dowling High School football. We are proud to be partners with Iowa Catholic Radio, not only broadcasting football, but also being partners in preparing Christ-centered leaders for life. Go Maroons!
1: Hello, my name is Father Ryan Andrew, and I'm the chaplain at Dowling Catholic High School. Let us pray for the coaches, players, and trainers tonight for this athletic competition. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for all your gifts. We ask you to bless all those involved in this athletic competition tonight. We ask that you keep them safe and that they all show good sportsmanship. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. All holy men and women pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Mark Imadil alongside Matt Mainery, who set for the kickoff, Dowling and Johnson. The Maroons will be wearing their visiting white uniforms with uh, white helmets and maroon pants. Johnson in their all-purple uniforms with white numbers and white helmets. Dowling will kick off as uh, uh, Diego Leon will kick off from the 40-yard line and defend the south end zone here on a very damp night. But as John mentioned, Matt, the rain has held off for now.
4: Yeah, it's really pretty good weather. You know, you just hope you don't get like a Bears-Eagles game. That was a few years ago in the fog. I remember that. dating myself a little bit. <laughs> I but, remember uh, that, and it's been more than a few a years night. ago.
1: Here we go. All right, Leon, end-over-end kick, and back deep for Johnson. They'll field it at the uh, 10-yard line. The Dragons on the return and getting across the uh, 20-yard line is their return man, number six, and that is uh, Blake Tubbs, who we'll see quite a bit tonight in the backfield. And the Johnson offense we'll see uh, coming up. Their offense will take the field. Jack Rutz is the quarterback, a 6'2 junior. He played a lot last year, was injured part of the time. He's also their punter. Brady Hovey, Blake Tubbs, and Vinny Cresta, uh, those are the backs you'll see around the backfield along with carter kriegel and tyler moore Moore, the guy you got to watch matt number 82 the big tight end and he goes in motion left to right first and 10 johnson on their own t- uh 24 yard line back to throws ruts fires over the middle pass is caught and of course they go right to the big guy tyler moore all 65 240 with the catch
4: a little bootleg action and and moore turned at the line of scrimmage there act like he's going to block and then rolls out and uh he's He's open and a uh, nice little pitch and catch to start the game for for Johnston. And uh,
1: it was uh, Blake Anderson on the stop there, I believe. Yeah, we'll set the uh, the Dowling defense here in a moment. Johnston with a second down and two from their own 32. Back to throw is Rutz. Looks right. Throws right. And the pass is underthrown incomplete as it nearly hit Carson Kriegshauser. Uh, right at the 25-yard line. He threw it right at his knees, so Rutt's not on a, a good throw. Ball may have slipped out of his hand. We don't know, but it's
4: incomplete. Yeah, it came out there a little funny, and, and it was probably lucky it wasn't intercepted because uh, a couple Dowling uh, jerseys right there ready to make a play.
1: All right, it brings up third and two, Johnston. The uh, Dragons going left to right. North to south here on this turf field at Johnson, and they fake the in- or they give the inside hand off the tailback. He's got the first down up near the 40-yard th- line for the uh, Dragons. Nice little handoff that time. It goes to Aiden Moore. He is their third back they'll bring in, and he's also their starting linebacker, Moore with the first down at the 40.
4: Well-designed little trap play off the left side right there, and uh, nice run and uh,
1: getting, moving the chains for the Dragons. Just underway, we've played a minute. 11 minutes remaining, first quarter. No score, Dowling and Johnson. Maroons kick off, and Johnson on their first offensive series of the night. They split out one wide receiver. That's Vinny Cresto wide right. And out of the shotgun, it's Rutz. A little toss play left side, and nice little move outside the left tackle, and that is Aiden Moore again with the carry. And he might might have gotten three or four yards. They're going to put it down right at the 43, gain of three. Yeah, a little
4: they- – trapped on the inside again they pulled the left guard and and he gets out the edge and kind of that stretch little option mm-hmm. pitch out there and uh um, you know picking up three yards and johnson is pretty consent content right here
1: just to be safe and move the ball down the field and up front for dowling mata bruja gets the start tonight at uh, left end jalen pettis chase patton and Russell Pearson up front, and the inside handoff goes, and nowhere goes the ball character. Oh, it's taken the away. The ball was stolen down by Dowling. It was, but they rule him dead as the ball was. Jalen Pettis thought he might have had a uh, uh, scoop and score, but not. Yeah, he ripped it out <laughs> of the young man's hand <laughs> at the. As the
4: got stopped up, the official did blow the whistle, and uh, Jalen was looking at the end zone.
1: Uh, he was, and uh, it'll bring up third down for Johnson. Third and six from the dragon 44. They'll give. Uh, more again a one. The rest of the Dowling defense tonight, linebackers are Will Herman, Max Derry, Jake Ma- Jack Meyer, rather, the captain, and Carson Krieghauser. Cornerbacks are Jackson Langan gets the start, and Austin Klein and Blake Anderson, the free safety. Ruts now back to throw, rolls to his left, being chased down the far sidelines, got the first down at midfield, still on his feet, and finally he runs out of bounds. He is their second-leading r- uh, rusher this year. Out of bounds inside the uh, Dowling forty at the thirty-eight yard line of the Maroons.
4: Dowling brought two extra kids that time. They brought Will Herman on the right side, and then Will Herman get out leveraged on the on the side, and Rutz got outside and and was able to run. And when you when you're bringing two extra bodies, that means everybody's locked up and man and coverage and the quarterback's free. He and, was, and uh, he was able to run down the sideline for a nice game.
1: Eighteen yard run, first down, Johnston. Line of scrimmage is the Dowling thirty-eight. Dragons on their opening drive as they'll send uh, two receivers left and one to the right. The tight end is Moore, and he goes in motion. The big guy, Tyler Moore, right to left in motion. The inside handoff goes to the tailback, and a nice little off-tackle play. Gets across the 35, down near the 33-yard line, and that's Aiden Moore. Doesn't get the start in the backfield as they uh, have Hovey and Tubbs in the backfield, but Moore now playing and has really made a dent. Jalen
4: Pettis with the stop there. Right now the uh, Johnson offensive line is is doing some work up front
1: on that defensive front. Five-yard gain for Moore. It's second and five. And now Rutz, handoff in a f- loose football, but getting on top of it is Moore, who was the beneficiary of the handoff. But he wasn't a good exchange, and Moore finally fell on it to lose a yard back to the 30 30- Actually, two yards back to the Dowling 35, and it'll bring up third down and five. And
4: they were bringing their tight end, Tyler Moore, back this way, so I don't know if there was some kind of an option thing going on there, but you're right, it wasn't a clean handoff and and uh, did the right thing and just fallen on the football.
1: Up front for uh, Johnson, the left tackle is Tyler Kronlogge, number 77. The left guard is Leighton Tangy. Center is Jackson Mueller. The right guard is Cade Kennan, and the right tackle is Zach Lambert. It's now a pass over the middle, and it is caught Moore with the catch. First down. Nice job that time. Tyler Moore, the tight end with his second catch of the series. First down, Johnson at the Dowling 26-yard line.
4: And he took quite a hit there at the end from Blake Anderson and held on to the football and it makes a nice play um, over the middle up that seam. And that's a that's a tough play to stop. And when you have that quality tight end like that, you, that middle seam is tough to cover behind the linebackers and in front of the secondary.
1: First down, Dragons. They've taken the opening kickoff from their own 24-yard line. They've marched down into Dowling territory at the Maroon 26. Two receivers right, one to the left. Rutz on the exchange. handoff more over the right side. And he's got some running room down near the 21-yard line to pick up a five and will bring up second down and five. Right side of that Johnson offensive line doing a great job over there. Zach Lammers, 6'2", 230 senior. The right tackle and the right guard, Cade Kennan. Uh, number fifty-five is six-two, two hundred sixty-five pounds senior. They're running that way.
4: They are, and they're getting a lot of angles on that defensive front right now, and able to get get their blocks and move some bodies. Max Derry comes up and makes the play there for the Barons uh, from his linebacker position. But they're getting angles on that defensive front right now. They certainly
1: are. All right, it's second and five, Johnson from the Dowling twenty-six ruts back to throw, fires over the middle, little flanker screen caught by Moore. He's got the first down, and Moore inside the ten, down to the Dowling nine-yard line. Tremendous reception, tremendous plays. It was like a uh, screen pass, but to the tight, tight end, yeah. to the left side of the formation.
4: Yeah, tight end screen, and that's the the trouble with blitzing once in a while is all of a sudden that screen play will get you, and that's what happened right there. Dowling brought a couple extra bodies. Johnson has the right play called, and it's a, a screen play to Moore, and and uh, now they're in business inside the 10.
1: 17-yard catch for uh, Tyler Moore, first and goal Johnson at the Dowling 9. Jack Rutz, a quarterback, 6200. 90-pound junior, and hands it off to Moore, and he go uh, excuse me, the tailback takes it in for the touchdown. That's Aiden Moore. So it's been a battle of Moores, the uh, tight end Tyler, and Aiden takes it in from nine yards out, and touchdown Johnson, and they lead 6 nothing. A little stretch pitch,
4: I don't know what you want to call it. They, they pitch it outside to him, and he had leverage on the edge and
1: was had a clear path to the end zone, pretty much untouched all the way in. So with 6:31 remaining, first quarter, Johnson leads six to nothing. The extra point is up, and it's no good, as the uh, extra point by Nick Nyron goes no good. Six nothing. Our score: Dowling trailing Johnson with 6:31 remaining, first quarter. We'll take a break and be back to Johnson High School after these messages here on Iowa Catholic Radio.
5: Thank you,
6: construction professionals, for underwriting our show, Man Up, heard Mondays at 9 a.m. and
7: 9 p.m. Construction professionals have been long supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio, and we've seen their work. It's beautiful. They do remodeling or new construction that is innovative, functional, and designing what you want. It's a family business built on a strong foundation to create a new or remodeled home that is uniquely yours. cpcustomhomes.com. From our family to yours, God bless. Thank you, construction professionals.
1: And hey, we're back here at Johnson High School. Mark Hamadale alongside Matt Maindring. Our score is 6-0. Johnson takes their opening drive, and uh, they take it downfield. They go 11 plays, 76 yards, capped off by tailback Aiden Moore with a 9-yard run over left tackle. That's his fourth touchdown of the season. 6-0 Johnson, and they will kick off. And, uh, Matt? Tremendous! That was an impressive. Possession.
4: Yeah, that was an impressive drive, and they, you know, they did. They mixed up their plays well—a pretty good balance of run and pass. It's pass-heavy to Tyler Moore, which you would expect. But they um, really—it was a, a nice drive, and they handled our defensive front. It was something that we didn't see happen last week. Uh, Johnson was able to do that
1: in his first drive this week. All right, Louis Brooks back with Mac Anderson to receive the kickoff at uh, the Maroons, standing at their own five-yard line as. Uh, Kicking it off will be Nick Nyron who missed the extra point, and the kickoff will go into the end zone. Touchback will be first and 10 Dowling from their own 20-yard line. Let's go down to our sideline reporter tonight for the first time during the game. That is John Chido, a very impressive drive by the Dragon offense to start the game.
2: Yeah, it sure was, Mark. Uh, they were able to control the edge. And when you can be able to control the edge with the offensive line that Johnson's able to do, that means a lot of trouble for Dowling's defense. And they're doing a lot of things, getting the quarterback in space, allowing him to throw those short passes and able to ball. And it's been very successful. Yeah, it
1: certainly has. Thank you, John, for that update. Dowling with the first down. From their own 20-yard line, and back to throw a Steingraber, the Dowling quarterback, throws it to his right, passes caught right off the bat, and a uh, nice reception that time by the Bruins. Louis
4: Brooks, I believe, and out there. And is that Louis out there in yeah, space? Yeah, he's isolated, and, you know, you're going to give him a big cushion, and he just turns at the, about the 8-yard line.
1: Matt, there's nobody within 5 yards of him. Yeah,
4: I mean, he turns at the 8-yard line. He's wide open. That's an easy pitch and catch. and, and uh, uh, A 9-yard
1: gain. Yeah, 9-yard gain. I looked down, and I said, who gave the – it was Brooks with the catch, and he stepped out of bounds at the – It'll be something 20. to watch. You look at the cushion that they're giving him now, too. I mean, they're giving him a couple yards right away. Right. Steingraber, the quarterback, and the give is to Swagger. He tries to get across the 30, and he may have picked up the first down. I think he did. They put it down yep. at the 30 for a gain of one, Zach Swagger. They'll set the Dowling offense. Quarterback is Jake Steingraber, number 10, a 5'10 senior. And – also rotating in there later on will be Jackson Smolick the sophomore, 6'2", 180 pounds. Tailback is Zach Swagger, number 45, a 6-foot senior. Wide receivers, Louis Brooks, number 2, Koa Thompson, number 19, and Mac Anderson, number 11. Carson Brown is number 17. And the tight end is Jalen Thompson tonight as Andrew Lynch still injured. And on play action, nice throw by... Steingraber fires it out. Pass is caught. Nice catch that time by Mac Anderson with the reception.
4: Mac Anderson, who kind of came out last week, is just a. It made it was a difference maker outside of Louie. you know. And that's the thing. He's going to get. He's going to get those looks as they start to turn their attention to Louis. But you can see with the offensive setup right now, what Dowling's trying to do is they're trying to isolate Louis as much as they can, and there that left Mac wide open uh, for an easy. Uh, seven yards, eight yards, seven yards. Pistol formation,
1: eight-yard catch that time by Mac Anderson. First down, Dowling, and now Johnson showing blitz. And the give is a swagger. He'll work the right side, and he's hit and dropped as he got the ball. Maybe a yard up to the uh, 39-yard line. that will bring up third down for the Maroons, third and about three. Nice tackle inside by Aiden. It looks like Aiden Moore. Is that is that yeah, right? He's a two-way player. Yep. That's correct. And
4: uh, he made a nice shoestring tackle. Zach was going to try to slip to the right of him, but he didn't. Aiden held on and uh, made a nice play.
1: Caleb Sailors tonight uh, center for Dowling, a 5'8", 215-pound junior in place of Jake Olson, the senior captain who's out with an ankle injury. Steingraber, three receivers right, two to the left. Nobody in the back. Go back to throw Steingraber. He throws it over the middle. Pass incomplete. Intended receiver was Jalen Thompson, number 88, the 6'5", sophomore tight end from Dowling uh, from the right side. And Ball was tipped the line of scrimmage and incomplete. Yeah, it's a good thing it was it was tipped probably because otherwise there might
4: have been a pass interference on the defensive side of the ball because it looked like the tight end or even that he got hooked coming across the the formation. But um, did get tipped the line of scrimmage, so all bets
1: are off then. All right, the maroons will punt from their own thirty-nine yard line. Standing back at his own twenty-five yard line is the Dowling punter, Jake Calvert, a senior, six foot one hundred. Eighty-pounder waiting to snap from Koa Thompson, who's a long snapper, number nineteen, and back deep for Ooh, and, and now uh, the ball snapped over his head, and now Calvert has it. He kicks it out of the end zone, so he took the safety, and it is all already two to nothing or, or two-point uh, safety, eight nothing now. Johnson with the lead after the muff punt, and Calvert didn't take any chances. He just kicked it out of the back of the end zone, and Dowling will kick off. You know, it's one well,
4: that's coached up right there because he's going to recover the ball at about the two-yard line, and uh, there's not much option for him there to get out of it. So he just uh, kicks it out of the backside of the end zone, and uh, you live for another
1: day. So Give it's, up the two points yep. and go forward. 8 nothing. our score is... Uh, Johnson scored there. We'll keep it here, John Chido. That was a second time this year the Maroons got caught on special teams. That happened down in Indianola. And out tonight, it finally, it, it cost them seven points there. It cost the Maroons two points here and a possession.
2: Yeah, you know, we talked about this in pregame, what type of team you're going to see tonight coming off of a rivalry game last week. And Dowling is very flat, making a lot of early mistakes, not taking the credit away from Johnson because Johnson offensively looks really good. But by, by having said that, Dowling can't afford to make these mistakes because they're going to find themselves in a big, bigger hole if they don't make some defensive stops this possession.
1: All right. So Maroons will kick off from their own. I think the line of scrimmage is a 20-yard line is where they kick it, or 25 on the safety. As the Maroons just uh, kick the ball the end zone will be a High short oh, kick off the side of his yep. foot, out of bounds at the Dowling 47-yard line. So a muff punt there on the free kick by Dowling, and that was uh, Jake Calvert who muffed it off the side of his foot. And the Johnson offense will have great field possession here.
4: Yeah, they're going to start off in great field position after that that punt, and and uh, Johnson has everything going their way right now. and. This is a big defensive stand early to get the ball back here for this uh, maroon defense, and and uh, now you have to
1: forget about last week. Yeah, well, yeah. hopefully they already have. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
3: that's
1: a good point. First down, Johnson. They rule the ball out of bounds at the Dowling 44, and that's where the Johnson Dragons will take over with 5:04 remaining. First quarter, eight nothing Johnson. A uh, score on their first possession offensively, six nothing. The extra point, no good, and then Dowling. On a, a bad snap on a fourth down punt. Uh, the punter kicks out of the end zone. Now back in the backfield, dowling head on collision that time. And that's Jalen Pettis stopping the ball carrier. And let's see which one it was. I think they went back to their starter, Blake Tubbs did, Johnson. They did. And yeah. Tubbs is stopped back at the 48 yard line, loss of four. Uh,
4: Pettis almost took the handoff. He did. Yeah, he was back there in a hurry and uh, just really disrupted that play. Obviously,
1: and and uh, makes play in the backfield and sticks him in a hole. Loss of four, second and fourteen. Johnston, as they have a chance to go up two scores on Dowling here with this possession. Tubbs at quarterback, sends is tight end in motion. Tyler Moore, left to right, and I'll will keep the football. And Ruts puts his head down, gets some of those. Uh, Yards for a loss back, and he gets it down to the Dowling 41-yard line. He'll pick up seven on the scramble.
4: Good hustle play by Jalen Pettis right there. He's putting the rush on up front and comes back after, after Rutz leaves the pocket and makes that play downfield four yards. Or yeah,
1: about seven they'll give him. Yeah, they
4: get seven. So bring up third pass. down,
1: third and seven, Johnson on the Dowling 41. Two receivers right, one to the left. And now Dowling jumping offside, but were they drawn? They're going to say all side Maroons. Yeah. So that'll make up third and two on the penalty as they'll advance the ball down to the 40, 36 yard line of Dowling.
3: You
4: had momentum going in the right direction for the Maroons, and now it's uh, back in Johnson's court because you got to believe they're in four down territory at this point. And uh, really, momentum's running in their direction.
1: Third and two, Dragons. They break the huddle. Two receivers. To the left, that is uh, Vinny Cresta number two, and Brad Hovey, number five. hubby will go in motion left to right. Ruts at quarterback out of the shotgun, runs the option, pitches it right side. That's Tubbs trying to turn the corner, and he can't. Actually swallowed up back at the 37-yard line, a loss of one. And I'll bring up fourth and about two for Johnson. Fourth and three, we'll call it.
4: That was the play that was giving him trouble on the first series. And right there, Carson Krigshauser played it perfect and and makes the stop in the backfield and, and – uh... Really puts a halt to that play, and that little stretch pitch play was was the play in that first series. That, they've they've, they've run that,
1: that toss stretch play, and they've run the option. That time yeah. the quarterback kind of made the read. Johnson going for it. Fourth and three, Dragons from the Dowling 37, 8 nothing. Dragons. Back to throw as uh, the quarterback will keep it, and Rutz has a first down down the near sideline. He may go. He does. Touchdown. Touchdown, Johnston as Rutz kept it kind of a slow developing play and he went 37 yards for the score.
4: I'm not sure if that was a design quarterback draw play or not, but he saw daylight and took off with it as as the, a lot of the tension goes to Tyler Moore with the linebacker play and then it leaves him open, Ruts up the sideline and and not something you would expect, you know, he's not um, that runner, but he really
1: took advantage of that play right there, and made a good play. He certainly did. Extra point coming. William Scott will hold, ball is down, the extra point is up, and it is good. So, ladies and gentlemen, our score, Johnston 15, number one Dowling nothing, 245 remaining first quarter. And we'll be back from Johnston Stadium after these messages here on Iowa Catholic Radio.
12: Hi, everybody. Dr. Ray here from The Doctor Is In. Did I explain to you my Amway theory? Very simple. You give to this station. You support Catholic Radio, and you get a percentage credit of all the lives that are changed. This is true. I've been at this business a long time. I'll tell you, if you only knew the amount of people whose lives have been changed by Catholic Radio. So, you support this station. It would be hard to find something where your support goes as far as it does.
0: You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic
10: Radio app, or call 515-223-1150. and we're
1: back here at Johnson Stadium Mark Emmadale, Matt Mainring here is the kickoff by the Dragons and uh, Nyron kicks it and we got a stoppage here on the kickoff somebody offside we got a penalty as the Maroons field the ball at the 5 but they'll come back offside on Johnston and they got Scott Fox number 87 with the penalty that'll back Johnson up to their own 35 with a kickoff but I'll tell you what Dragons go down four plays 44 yards capped off by Uh, their quarterback jack rutz on a fourth and three he goes 37 yards for touchdowns man yeah
4: very impressive you know and you knew they would they were in that territory where they would probably end up going for it on fourth down and rutz made a really good play read that everybody was in coverage and saw an opening up
1: the sideline and took it and and uh ends up getting in right mac anderson and uh louis brooks deep anderson will have it at the 10 as dowling now on the return 20 25 and slides down to the 30 yard line that's where anderson's brought down the dowling offense will start there first and 10 from their own 30 yard line and uh john chido i think you hit the nail on the head when you talked about uh maybe a letdown from the valley game the maroons are now have uh, are down 15 to nothing and now their offense out there for just the second time
2: yeah and Rutz is a very good quarterback uh he's Oh, very well. But he also is a good runner, as you can tell. And we're, we're unable to keep him in the pocket and contain him, and he's making the Dowling defense pay for it. Yeah, he certainly is. Uh, he
1: was injured off and on last year, and he wasn't healthy, I think, when the, when the Maroons played him, uh, played here. But uh, nonetheless, Dowling with the football. And now Steingraber will keep the football across the 35-40. He's got the first down. and That might be uh, Jake's longest run of the season as uh, Steingraber, the senior quarterback, runs it right over the right side. And gets up to the 43-yard line. He'll pick up uh, 13 yards and a first down here.
4: We'll see if the intensity picks up a little bit here from this offensive uh, uh, thing. And there's Steingraber showing his leadership right there. He says, we're
1: going to get something happening. First and ten Maroons. They'll go out of the pistol formation. The tailback is Zach Swagger. The fullback is Cale Gokenauer, number 46, a 6'1 junior. Steingraber with two receivers right and a read option. The handoff goes to Cook. Goes to Steingraber, and he's stacked up right at the line of scrimmage and dropped for no uh, game.
4: No room for Schwager right there as he got up into that line of scrimmage, and he, he took a couple steps in there dancing, and there was nowhere to go. And and uh, So it's the line of scrimmage right now on both sides of the football is
1: being won by Johnston. Yes, they've uh, done a great job up front. Uh, up front for Johnston, we'll we'll see uh, Noah Stortz, the left end, Cade Kennan, And now back to throw is Steingraber, fires the ball downfield, the pass is intercepted, intercepted at midfield, and Johnson on the return takes it out of bounds in Dowling territory, and the Dragons have come to play tonight as it was picked off by Caleb Helgeson, their free safety.
4: Cade Kennan came through the line of scrimmage and was untouched coming off a defensive tackle position on a stunt that they had and was forcing Steingraber to get that ball out of his hands a little sooner than he wanted to, and... Uh, you know, he threw it a little bit short, and things are not
1: going in the right direction. Not right at now. all. Johnny, a big interception with their free safety, step in front of the pass, Helgeson with the pick, and that is Steingraber's first interception of the year.
2: Yeah, Helgeson made a nice break on the ball, Mark. He got right in that passing lane, but when you're running those RPOs, you're reading a certain guy, and you're seeing something, and you're not expecting the free safety to step down and make that play.
1: That is true, and now... Al- uh, misdirection and now a fumble in the backfield, but Johnson gets back on top of it, but not before they lose yards. They run the Dowling 49. They were starting their second drive tonight yeah. in Dowling territory, but they, now they move back to the 44 of Johnson. It was the
4: same play they fumbled on earlier. They tried to do this inside handoff, and they bring more back in the other direction uh, from that tight end position, and both times that ball has ended up on the ground. I don't think we'll see that one again.
1: Seven-yard loss. It'll bring up second and 17 for Johnson on their own 44. Minute remaining here in the first quarter, 15 to nothing. Johnson leading number one Dowling. Back to throw is Rutz, has time, fires the ball downfield, looking for a receiver, and he overthrew everybody incomplete as he tried to hit Vinny Cresta, the six two hundred pounds senior receiver, on the near side that play went to the right. There he got flushed
4: and you know, rolling out to his right side there. He tried to make a play down the field about 15 yards and uh, good coverage there by the Maroons and we're able to get a hand on it and, and uh,
1: get in front of the receiver. That'll stop the clock with 49 seconds remaining here in the first half. I want to thank our supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio. They include Ashworth Vision Clinic, along with construction professionals and dental associates. Our thanks also to Mercy One, Skeffington's Formal Ware, and Kemen. And, of course, the Maroons looking to get into that bows in the floors red zone for the first time. But... Uh, Inters- a turnover caused that. And now here's an inside handoff, and this is Aiden Moore with the carry. And he gets back to the original line of scrimmage and gets it across midfield down to the Dowling 48-yard line. That might be the final play we'll see of the first quarter. We'll see.
4: They're leaving their offense out in the field right now. But, again, Rut- um, Rutz is the punter, so you don't know if they're going to come up in some position where they end up having a quick kick or something like that. Now they run the other team onto the field. So they, Louis do, Brooks, they do have to snap the football before the play clock runs
1: out. Yeah. Ten seconds on the play clock and 13 on the uh, game clock. And now Russell it away. It's an end-over-end low line drive kicker. It angles it out of bounds. He won't kick it to Louie. It's out of bounds right around the 10-yard line. With three seconds remaining, it'll be first and 10 Dowling from right around the 10-yard line is where the official spot Let's go down to John Chido on the Dowling sideline. And, Johnny, I know our... First quarter's about ready to come to an end here with three seconds, but the Dowling offense will have the football, and that's the first stop by the defense tonight.
2: Yeah, they did a good job of keeping Rudd in the pocket. When he breaks contain and making him throw downfield, that's where they the defense wants him. And then when you get in those third and long situations, they go to what it's called a Tampa 2, where they're bringing more guys back and an extra free safety, and they'll allow that seven-yard run when it's third and 17, or fourth and 17, or third and 17.
1: All right, uh, three seconds remaining here in the first quarter. It's all Johnston, 15 to nothing. They lead Dowling, the Maroon offense, on the field as the Johnson defense takes the field. There uh, there was a two penalties on that la- after
4: that last punt.
1: They offset. And they offset, yeah. yeah. So it's first and 10, Dowling point. on the 10. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. And Smolikin in at quarterback, fires the ball downfield. The pass is caught at the uh, 14-yard line. The receiver driven back, and that'll end the... Uh, First quarter of play, as receiver that time for the Maroons was Koa Thompson Koa with the catch, Johnson. and the first quarter has come to the end. To an end, I think Dowling wants it to come to an end yeah. after what's happened. <laughs> the score: right. Johnston fifteen, Dowling nothing on an overcast, misty night here at Johnson High School. Dragons lead at fifteen to nothing. Back with the second quarter in one minute on Iowa Catholic Radio.
13: Did you know you have a choice in your child's education? Smaller class sizes, dedicated teachers, a sense of community, and a caring learning environment. Whether it's in the classroom or at home, Diocese of Des Moines Catholic Schools deliver the best value in education, and we offer tuition assistance to help you afford it. Learn more about how the Catholic schools in the Des Moines Diocese might be the right choice for your child. Visit dmdiocese.org schools.
1: And we're back here at Johnson High School on an overcast, misty, damp night after raining all day. We've had over four and a half inches of rain here in central Iowa for folks that uh, may be listening that are outside the state. But tonight it's held off for now, but it's 15 to nothing. Johnson over number one Dowling, and here we go—the post valley game. Tigers are off tonight; they don't have to worry about anything. Yeah. But uh, this score gets around, they're wondering what's going on. Let's not give Valley that much credit on this thing. Let's blame <laughs> on the weather. Dowling's
4: playing like the weather is right now, and exactly. uh, they need to need to turn it around and uh, get things moving here with this drive in the second start second quarter.
1: All right, the Maroons with a uh, second and seven line of scrimmage is their... Own 13-yard line. Marin's going left to right. Smolik on a uh, give to like Cam, Cam Middleton. Yeah,
4: Cam Middleton up the middle and and uh, not finding that inside that inside play is not coming to light yet. That defensive front, that front four for um, um, Johnston is really holding their own up there right now.
1: And they're going to spot the ball down right about the line of scrimmage, them. so no gain on yeah. the play. So Middleton, Cam, the uh, junior running back in place of... Uh, Swagger and it's third and nine. They say he lost a yard. Here's a snap. Back to throw. Smolik over the middle. He fires it. Passes in and out of the hands of the tight end. He had it, and that was Jalen Thompson. with the. He was open and in traffic at the 25-yard line, but the pass was
4: ruled incomplete. He's you know, a good young athlete as a sophomore. I think he was taking a couple steps down the field with the football before he had the football. He just took his eyes off it for a minute and knew he was going to get hit. And that's one thing about being a tight end. You know you're going to take some shots. And so you've got to be ready.
1: And uh, that ball got away from him. All right, Ankeny Centennial leading number seven, Waukee, seven and nothing. Fourth down for the Maroons. They'll punt from their own 12-yard line. Calvert standing in the end zone. Good snap, and the left-footed kick gets underway. It's a low-line drive. Bounces at the Dowling 40, rolls to midfield, and it'll be down at the 49-yard line at Johnston. And that's where the Dragons will take over. First and 10 from their own 49-yard line. With, uh, as we're early here in the second quarter with 11-10 remaining, Johnston leading Dowling 15 to nothing. Let's go down to the Dowling sideline. And John Chido, the Maroons having trouble getting the offense scoring, looking for their uh, uh, second first down of the first half, I believe.
2: Yeah, Mark, they're unable to get that running game going, uh, inside in particular. It's, it's Johnson's defense. It's been staggering uh, up front for, for them. They're very quick off the football, and it's um, making a lot of havoc for 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 the Dowling offensive line.
1: It certainly is. Johnson with the first down from their own 49-yard line. Ruts at quarterback. He's done a nice job tonight. Runs out of the shotgun. Runs the option left side. The pitch going to Blake Tubbs, and he's swallowed up back at the uh, forty. Six-yard line, so they'll lose three on that play. The Marines have that well read. They just haven't noted when Rutz decides to run. He's been, uh, when he gets loose, he's dangerous.
4: Yeah, it was a good play there by Derry and and uh, Krigshauser out there on that, that option play again, and, and uh, Rutz pitched it late and made the play for a loss. So, that, you know, right now the defense needs to help the offense out here and, and uh, be a good time for a turnover. Well, <laughs> how about that?
1: <laughs> well-timed. Yeah. You know, Johnson has started at the Dowling 49, Dowling 44, and uh, now the Johnson 49. Back to throw Rutz near side, pass incomplete, trying to hit his tight end, Tyler Moore, on the left side of the uh, formation. Good coverage that time by Will Herman and company of the Dowling defense. You know, Rutz is going to look for Moore right
4: away, and he's a he's a good target to look for. And Herman was right there with coverage, and ball well, was a little low, but uh, – Uh, Will was in in the right position to break that
1: play up. Defensive uh, line up front, number 70 out there you see. Mata Brua, 6'3", 230-pound junior at right end right now. Jalen Pettis, a tackle. Chase Patton, a nose guard. Russell Pearson, the other defensive tackle. Rutz now will send uh, his tight end, Tyler Moore, in motion. Back to throw is Rutz. Has time, has pressure. Ball's loose. And scramble for the football they're going to rule it incomplete Is yep. all over that was chase Patton, but they rule it incomplete uh, matt yeah that that was mata Bruja right there
4: you just called his name and uh comes back in there and got a quick release off the line of scrimmage and broke that play up and and they did say his arm was moving forward so that ends
1: up being an incomplete pass so to bring up fourth and 12 for the johnson dragons and that'll bring in their punting unit as uh jack rutz the quarterback will stay in and do the punting are two good stands there by the defense now to give this offense a, a little
4: bit of air here and uh, see if Louis Brooks can give us a little spark.
1: Well, they got a punt it to Louis. They've been kicking it out of bounds, other teams yeah. have, and now Rutz with the snap. He's going to get a shot here. And they'll keep it. He keeps it inside the hash. Louis has it at the 15, returning his left, turns the corner, and he's finally up in it at about the 23-yard line where the Dowling offense will take over first and 10. 10:09 remaining, second quarter, and our score. Johnston, 15, number one Dowling, nothing here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Mark Amadale, Matt Mainring. Now let's go down to the Dowling sideline tonight. It's a damp night, but John Chido with his umbrella is down there. Johnny?
2: Yeah, I want to give uh, some credit to Chase Patton on that last play, too. He split a double team, Mark coach and Coach, and was able to get in the in the, in the the line of, of where the ball was supposed to go. And, of course, Montebrua right there, too. But great adjustments by the Dowling defense to... To hold uh, Johnson to go three and out.
1: Yeah, the Dragons have uh, come out firing tonight. They lead 15 to nothing. The Marines with the first down from their own 23-yard line, and now that little pass to the far sideline caught and uh, nearer first down is a receiver, and I believe that's Mac Anderson.
4: That is Mac Anderson. They have two receivers out there, and Mac curls at the at about the eight after after eight yards, and and nice throw by Smolik, the timing play. And uh moves the
1: change. Mac gets the first down after the catch. And they spot him out of bounds at the thirty four for a gain of eleven, and as you mentioned, first down Dowling from their own thirty four. As Smolik in there at quarterback, they rotate Steingraber and the sophomore Smolik. Smolik on play action, fires a pass out, caught by Mac Anderson again, and he's nearer first down, a quick out pattern on the far sideline right in front of the Dowling bench across from us at the forty four. Near a first down. This quick passing
4: game was the thing that got Dowling going against Valley, and and,
1: uh, Dowling's going back to it right now. A lot of Mac Anderson right now. Nine-yard catch, second and one Maroons, pistol formation. Smolik now looking over to the sideline as they get their second call of uh, the series. Two receivers to the right, tight end is on the left. Here's a snap. Smolik on a read option fires a lateral pass caught by Mac Anderson. Gets outside the numbers fifty penalty flag down, and so is Mac run out of bounds at the Johnson forty-five. I don't penalty know. They, flag. They, they, going to call him legal block over here, a hold on Louis Brooks. They're going to spot Mac out of bounds at the Johnston forty-seven yeah. and holding on Dowling.
4: I thought Louie was in there in a good position. You know, you talk about offensive linemen getting their hands inside those shoulder pads on that block, and I think Louie did that. But out on the edge, as soon as those arms get extended, they're going to
1: give you the hold on that's that. That's right, and you're grabbing a jersey. That'll be called. Yeah. So the penalty negates a 10-yard reception that time to Mac Anderson. He's had catches of 11, 9, and 10, but that's wiped out by the penalty. And it'll move the Bruins back to their own 36 will be second and eight from the 36. Smolick back to throw. Fires out. Caught by Mac Anderson. First down across midfield and finally wrestled down from behind by the Dragons. It might have been a touchdown-saving tackle yeah. that time by their backup tailback, Aiden Moore, with yeah. the tackle. Yeah, Aiden Moore did save a touchdown right there. Mac. as
4: soon as he caught that football, made a little juke and and uh, got down a little bit farther and,
1: and got the first down right back. Bruins at the 48-yard line of Johnston. Is that the first time that Dowling's been in Johnston territory tonight, I Matt? I believe it is. So... Mac Anderson on the catch that went for 16 yards and a Dowling first down. And now the Marines put the ball back on the ground for the first time and keeping the football. Blake Anderson. It's Blake Anderson. Yeah, nice run
4: there actually by him. And he, the play was designed to go right. He cuts it back to the left side and finds a seam and is able to pick up some positive yards there. Uh, Smolik, he gets that ball out in a hurry, and he throws
1: it on a line when he's throwing it. And yes, it's, it's yes he does. And uh, – Anderson gets the ball down to the 46 of Johnson for a two-yard gain. Ankeny Centennial walkie now tied at seven. And read option, Smolik back to throw, lobs it over the middle, passes, knocked away incomplete. It was underthrown and finally knocked away at the last moment by Aiden Moore. The intended receiver for Dowling was Koa Thompson in the slot left. Koa Thompson
4: had nothing to do but sit there and wait for that football to get to him. and, And Moore... Uh, made a really nice play. He scrambles back and just gets a fingertip on the football. Is able to knock it away. And, you know, it's
1: like Smolik, you can throw the fastball, the changeup curve. Yeah. And that time he just kind of lobbed it up there like yeah. a big old changeup.
4: He was getting pressure and had a guy around his legs as he's getting rid of the football and, there. Yeah, he
1: couldn't get him around. So no. Smolik on third and eight from the Johnson 46, fires the ball out, passes tip, and nearly intercepted by the safety that time for the uh, Dragons. Carter Kriegel, the pass is incomplete to Dowling, and it'll bring up fourth down from the Johnson 46-yard line where the maroons will punt it. Kate Goodwin, the outside linebacker on that side, was able to drop
4: back into coverage and and uh, was he the Smolick, one that it? Yeah, Smolick didn't see him and he's fortunate he didn't get picked off, but uh, was able to knock it down and and uh, makes it fourth
1: down. Calvert into punt. He'll stand back at his own 40-yard line and uh, back deep for Johnson It's Carter Kriegel who almost had an interception out of the left foot a punt by Calvert a spiral kick fielded by. Kriegel at the 16-yard line, and that's where Johnson will take over, first and 10 from their own 16-yard line. 8-16 remaining here in the second quarter. It's Johnston, 15, Dowling nothing here on Iowa Catholic Radio on a very overcast. Now the fog's starting to set in here at uh, Johnson Stadium. We'll go down to the Dowling sideline. That is where uh, John Chido is at. John,
3: take well, it away.
2: Uh, Dowling's offense got a lot of good things going with that short passing game, and then you get that penalty and then ne- neglects a big play and then puts them behind the chains, and then your third and long situation, and they're unable to convert.
1: So the Dragons will have it. Thank you for that report, John. High snap, and uh, Rutz was able to retrieve it, and he took the handoff, a little draw play right to his tailback, and hit and dropped the line of scrimmage as Blake Tupps for no gain.
4: Uh, Pettis, again, was able to bounce back, and is and the trail on that. He was up, you know, he, down the line of scrimmage, that's a great play, great instinct play by the defensive tackle right there, Pettis, coming down and making that play. Um, you know, Dowling as they sit here, at least they were able to flip the field here. And this is the first time, you know, Johnston's been inside the 20-yard line on a drive, and if we can, you know, if Dowling can keep
1: him down here, it'll keep things in order. Ankeny leading Fort Dodge in Fort Dodge tonight, 14 to six in the first half. Last report, Ankeny Centennial and Waukee tied at seven. Now Rutz on the option to the left side, pitches it. And the tailback that time was Michael Foldus, and he's hit and dropped in the, the lose yardage back to the 13-yard line. Foldus losing yardage that time, loss of three. Assignment football right there for Krigshauser. He's got the
4: pitch man. You know, anytime you're running an, playing an option team, you're going to have one guy assigned to the pitch man, one guy assigned to the quarterback. And Krigshauser, you know, the outside guy early in that first series was getting sucked inside and not taking the pitch man, and now Krigshauser's on it. He's every time right now. He is making the play on that on that pitch man.
1: Under seven minutes remaining here in the first half, Dowling trailing fifteen to nothing to Johnston, third and fourteen Dragons from their own thirteen yard line. Rutz oh, has a snap go over his head. You know, he's we got it in the, the, the end zone. Yep, and it'll be a safety on back. Dowling or a yep. safety on Johnson by Dowling, and it'll put the score at fifteen to two. And Johnson will kick off. On a bad snap by the center that time for the uh, Johnson Dragons. And uh, as we introduced him earlier, Jack Jackson Mueller, high snap. Ruts fell on in the end zone. Didn't even want to pick it up. No. Just fell on it. Yep. And uh, the safety for Dowling, so it's 15-2. to two, And that is our second safety of the night, uh, Matt. Yeah, not too often you see that. But you have wet turf.
4: And then you get that ball a little bit wet, in that center, you know, and the way they hold it now, it's it's different. And that ball comes off that turf quick, and it ends up high, and over the quarterback's head it goes. And he did the right thing. He fell on the end zone. You, you take the two points and
1: don't give Dowling seven. So Dowling will accept the free kick with 644 remaining. Let's go down to the Dowling sideline. And that might be a little bit of a spark for this uh, Maroon team, uh, John, who's uh, – Found that going tough against this Johnson defense, who has four returning starters from last year, but the Maroons have yet to get anything going consistently right
3: now.
2: Yeah, you guys are absolutely right. In in field position, I think Coach mentioned it earlier in the broadcast that it's played a big factor so far. Dowling has not had good field position to start this drive. Now they have a chance to to get a good return here and start on the Johnson side of the fifty would be great uh, start after that safety. But if we're fantasy football here. Two safeties in a game. <laughs> You're loving those points. Yeah. yeah,
1: that's a great point, John. I Appreciate that knowledge. <laughs> the fantasy football. Uh, yeah, knowledge. I had my
4: last draft on Wednesday night. Oh, so, yeah. yeah.
1: I know the. Uh, we, we have that going around. I, I know yeah. it goes around. Yeah, and uh, the college game gets off tomorrow. And hats off to. Uh, the programs for playing something during this uh, COVID. We're going to yeah. talk to you, our halftime guests. I usually kind of preview our halftime guests in the second mm-hmm. quarter. Well, my halftime guest tonight is the uh, principal at Dowling Catholic High School, my partner on uh, Friday nights, and that's Matt Mainering. I got a list of questions to ask you. I got a whole <laughs> laundry list. It's I mean, kind of like my email box every day. Well, kind of yeah, like that. Not, as, okay, not as bad. Either. No, this is good. We're it's just all talking good. about these. All right, here's a kickoff by Johnson, fielded by Dowling at the 30. That's Mac Anderson across the 40, and he's finally driven down near midfield. It'll be first and ten, Dowling from right around midfield with uh, 639 remaining here in the first half. Dowling trailing 15-2 to 2 to the Johnson Dragons.
4: I get up every morning. I got a lot of questions <laughs> every day <laughs> yeah, That's, the, that's your wife, Lisa, that's asking them, though, Was wanting she, answers. Yeah, she's
1: a savior, I'll tell you what. <laughs> All right, so Dowling with the ball. They're going to spot it on the 50-yard line as the Dowling offense comes on the field. work out of the pistol formation, and the quarterback is Steingraber, and he hands it off to his tailback, and And that's Anderson back there, Blake with the carry. He's playing tailback.
4: He is, and, you know, no one's been outside of Steingraber on that one run. I think this is, you know, three yards is probably the longest run we've had from the line of scrimmage by a tailback, and they're trying to find the right person there. It's going to get him some yards, but that defensive front for –
1: um, Johnson has really been doing a job. They have, and you have to give them credit more so than not uh, tonight. Uh, Stortz, Kennan, Ian Dolan, and Matt Thompson up front. All right, here's Steingraber with a second and seven from the Johnson 47. He fakes the option. He'll keep the football over to the left side and gets about uh, six, seven yards down near the Dragon 42-yard line. Give him credit for five. Yeah,
4: nice read there by uh, Steingraber. As he runs that option play and makes the right read and gets up inside in that seam and and for positive yardage and you
1: get third and short. As Maroons out change personnel, they'll line up Louis Brooks as a wide receiver to the right of the formation. The tight end is Jalen Thompson to the outside the right tackle. Pistol formation. Stein Graber sends. Anderson in motion. Stein Graber keeps the football, and he's hit and driven down. Nice play individually that time by the Dragons. Uh, Pettis, well, that's the other 55. Oh, yeah, it's 55. It's uh, Kate
4: Kennan. Oh, my goodness. He's been a monster inside all night here so far and just been making a lot of plays for him, and he's tough to block. And uh, just a nice play by that young man.
1: Uh, Coach talked about him, and I talked to uh, head coach Brian Woodley. His 19th year here at Johnson High School, he talked about – Uh, Kennan, he said, you're 55 and our 55 are are pretty good All-State candidates. And I said, I would agree with you. And uh, you saw it there. Kennan with the tackle, unassisted. Fourth down for Dowling. Fourth down and uh, four from the Dragon 44. Calvert with the uh, kick, high spirally kick, deep into the 10-yard line, fielded by Johnson, loose football, but uh, finally landed on by Carter Kriegel back there. The Dragons deep in their own territory. Matt will have it first and ten from their own three.
4: That's one of those footballs as it kept carrying on the young man. I, I think it's what the coach is going, let it go, let it go. And he catch it. He was in no man's land. He had to catch it and uh,
1: then put it on the ground. And here they are at the three-yard line. Well, they're going to move it back yard to line. the two-yard line. Yeah. A 42-yard punt by Calvert. No return. And let's go down to John Chido on the Dowling sideline. It's Johnston 15, Dowling 2. And Johnny, take it away.
2: Well, you have to take advantage of opportunities. You have the safety, great field position on Johnson's side of the 50, and uh, unable to to convert uh, first down there and keep the drive alive on that third and short play.
1: All right, Rutz, quarterback sneak on first down from the two, and he tries to push the pile up near the uh, four-yard line for a pickup of two to bring up second and eight, Johnson, on their own four. As quarterback Rutz just uh, did the old quarterback sneak for two yards.
4: Yeah, playing it safe down here, and right now with four minutes left, they're just trying to give themselves a little bit of room and, and uh, flip the field
1: back the other way. Certainly. Tonight's game on Iowa Catholic Radio brought to you in part by Skeffington's Formal wear, Mercy One, and Kemen. Alongside Matt Mainring, I'm Mark Amadale. We're here at Johnson High School. John Chido is down on the Dowling sideline, and it's getting a little foggy little miss the rain has stopped but that miss is out there yeah, but the good thing is turf field here at the high school and Al Rutts on a handoff to his tailback and he goes over to the left side and his drop right about the seven maybe the eight yard line yeah. for a gain of four and it'll bring up third max Derry, uh, you know
4: he came back and, and made a cut and max was right there to make the play come up a little high on him and he was able to bounce forward for a gain but max did a really nice job at the line of scrimmage there and and uh, is able to make this a third and and somewhat long for the Dragons down here. Yeah,
1: third and four, they'll call it. Yeah. The uh, line of scrimmage is the eight-yard line, a four-yard carry that time for the Dragons. Oh, there we go. And now the Johnson player offside. It was a right uh, tackle that jumped a, a half count too soon. Good exact lammers. And that'll move the ball back half the distance to the goal line, back to the four-yard line which is where uh, the ball was previously so a penalty on the play for johnson a rare one they've had tonight that's that's one where coach
4: woodley those those are tough ones especially this deep in the territory to go from a third and four to a third and nine that's tough at the four-yard line three-yard is. line it
1: certainly is so and the quarterback sneak from there and johnson gets it up to about the five-yard line as their quarterback jack rutz kept the football six two hundred ninety pound junior Started last year as a sophomore. I don't think he played against Dowling because he was injured. Yeah, I believe and you're the right. room called a timeout with 2:45 remaining here in the first half. We'll take a break with uh, Johnston leading 15 to two over number one Dowling here at Johnson High School. Mark Imadil alongside Matt Mainring and John Chido. back after this one minute break here on Iowa Catholic Radio.
14: The Christ Our Life Catholic Conference for Our Searching Souls, Friday and Saturday, September 26 and 27, at Wells Fargo Arena. Speakers include Father Donald Calloway, Sister Miriam James, Deacon Harold Burke Sivers, Mirjana Soldo, Magnus McFarlane Barrow, Steve Angrisano, and Iowa Catholic Radio's John Leonetti. Tickets and information are available through ChristOurLifeIowa.com. The Christ Our Life Catholic Conference, September 26 and 27, at Wells Fargo Arena. ChristOurLifeIowa.com.
11: Thank you, Skeffington's Formal Wear, for sponsoring Dowling Catholic High School football. In business since 1951, Skeffington's Formal Wear offers quality service, style, and selection, providing tuxedos, suits, and casual groom attire for weddings, proms, and any other special occasion. Skeffington's Formal Wear, with convenient locations in Des Moines, West Des Moines, Davenport, Coralville, and Ankeny. All locations are family-owned and operated by members in their respective communities, fitting you for life celebrations, online at skeffingtons.com.
1: great and we're back here at Johnson High School here is the punt by uh, Nick Nyron and or rather the quarterback ruts and he kicks it down and Dowling feels it and that was uh, was a Blake, Blake Anderson. Anderson yeah and a nice job by Mason Cornwell on special teams got it all the way down and tripped up Anderson right about the 47 yard line of Dowling as it was a tremendous punt by Rutz out of the end zone.
4: It was, and Cornwell makes a nice play because Anderson's going to get some positive yards, but Cornwell makes that stop and and keeps
1: Dowling out of Johnston territory. So the Maroons burned a timeout. They have two left, first and 10 Dowling from the 47, and uh, the Maroons now a pass, and that's Louie Brooks with the first catch. He's got a first down across the 40 of Johnston. And a nice run that time after the catch by Louie.
4: Caleb Helgeson made a break on that football underneath and just about got his hands on it and uh, would have been a pick six the other way. Gets through to Louie, and
1: Louie makes a, a great catch and run and, and does what Louie can do. And uh, he picks up 15 yards and a Dowling first down. First down Maroons at the Johnston 38-yard line, 2.15 remaining. Game clock runs. Two receivers left, one to the right. Steingraber back in at quarterback. Passes caught far side, outside the numbers, and a first down for the Maroons. And getting outside the numbers that time on the reception.
4: They're going to give him get the first down, see if he's out of bounds, They're gonna stop the clock while they move the chains. That Downs was uh, Carson in Brown. Yeah, the there catch. you go. You made that call earlier. I, I know your wingman called Mac Anderson last week, I noticed. Yeah, well,
1: he went to more practices than I did. <laughs> I mean, he pulls that administrator pass. Even yeah. though he's retired, he gets yeah. out there. Me, I get frisked at the door by uh, Jr. <laughs> and I can't get in there. So it's first down Dowling at the uh, 26 of Johnson with two minutes remaining. Stein Graber on the shotgun, fires the ball out, and he overthrew his intended receiver that time, Mack Anderson, incomplete. Right now, you know, Dowling's been going on that short curl, short
4: curl, and, and you're going to see a pump and go on one of these here because Johnson is starting to break on that early. And uh, it's going to create an opening here because it's a lot of one-on-one coverage on the outside. So it is a
1: second down play coming up for the Maroons. Second and ten. Line of scrimmage to Johnson, 26. 15-2 to two is our score. Johnson leading number one Dowling here at Johnson High School. Game clock stopped at two minutes. And now long count with six on the play clock. Here's Steingraber. A snap. Fakes the handoff, looks left, looks over the middle, has a man open, caught. That's caught by Anderson Mack with the first down inside the five of Johnson down to the three-yard line. Tremendous catch in traffic That was by Mack Anderson.
4: Uh, Johnston's flying all over the football field and just barely. They're coming underneath those patterns quite a bit, trying to tip them and get them through. And Steingraber threw that thing on a line and, and a nice catch. Down the field and puts the Dowling uh, offense inside the five yard line.
1: Anderson, that's Mack Anderson, 23 yard reception. First and goal, Dowling at the three of Johnson out of the shotgun. Handoff to the tailback and bowling He's his in. way through, and that's Swagger. Touchdown, Dowling. Zach Swagger. The offensive line came through
4: when they needed to inside the five yard line, and. and
1: uh, I'll check that it's no, not Zach Swagger. I don't think it was either. It's Adam Townsend with Adam the uh, Townsend? touchdown. So, we haven't seen Swagger since the first couple series. Townsend been, with yeah, the touchdown.
4: Yeah. Nice run
1: inside there for Townsend and, and uh, makes a great play. Our score is 15 to 8. Johnston leading Dowling. And now the extra point by the Maroons. This is not Calvert in for the extra point. This might be Diego Leon. The hold by Steingraber. And the kick is up. And it is good. It's Diego Leon with the extra point. And our score is Dowling trailing now. It's Johnson 15, Dowling 9 with a minute 36 remaining here in the uh, second quarter from Johnson High School back in one minute on Iowa Catholic Radio.
6: Thank you, construction professionals, for underwriting our show, Man Up, heard Mondays at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Construction professionals
7: have been long supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio, and we've seen their work. It's beautiful. They do remodeling or new construction that is innovative, functional, and designing what you want. It's a family business built on a strong foundation to create a new or remodeled home that is uniquely yours. cpcustomhomes.com. From our family to yours, God
6: bless. Thank you, construction professionals. Iowa Catholic Radio. KWKY
0: Des Moines. K233BT Des Moines. KIHS Adel. Listen online anytime at iowacatholicradio.com or download the Iowa Catholic Radio app.
1: Hey, welcome back to Johnson High School. The kickoff by Diego Leon of Dowling, fielded by Blake Tubbs. And on the return, Tubbs takes it to the 28 yard line. That's where Johnson will start first and 10 from their own 28 yard line. Minute 30 remaining in the first half. And Johnson's 15 to nothing lead now down to 15 to nine with that touchdown run by Adam Townsend there. Uh, John Chittle uh, scoring from three yards out. His first touchdown of the season.
2: Yeah, Adam did a nice job hitting the hole and, and, and keeping his pad level low and keeping his feet moving to get in the end zone. And Dowling's been doing a lot of shuffling of the backs and doing a lot of different things and what what, what great rhythm they had there on that last drive.
1: Yeah, they certainly did as they, they took it in. Five plays, fifty three yards. Thank you for that report, John. Handoff on the ground as Rut's back to throw, fake the throw and he handed off kind of a the, the uh Updated version of a draw player, and he finally uh, give the gave the handoff to his uh, backup tailback, Adam Moore, who's a two-way player for Johnston.
4: Johnston made the decision right there that they're going to play this pretty conservative and be happy to go in at 15-9. to 9. It'll be interesting here if what happens after this play if Dowling decides to use one of their timeouts oh, as, they the, will. as the miss gets a little heavier here. Uh,
1: second and 10, and Johnston taking everything of that play clock. It's down to 10 seconds right now. They break the huddle. They'll send out one receiver to the right side. That's Carter Kriegel. Two receivers left, and the quarterback is Jack Rutz, a 6'2 junior. Rutz on the read option, gives to his tailback, and he's got some room. That's Aiden Moore. He's got the first down across this midfield. A nice tackle there by the Dowling free safety that may have saved a touchdown. They finally brought down at the 44-yard
4: line. They put Tyler Moore in motion, the tight end, who draws a lot of attention, and he ends up trapping on the inside there and created a seam for Aiden Moore in that little trap play.
1: 16-yard run, first down Johnson. Now back to throw ruts. Fires over the middle of passes in traffic, and upended is a tight end, incomplete, and he's down. He had four uh, white shirts around, and he's slow to get up. That yeah, is he the got, tight end, Tyler Moore.
4: He got hung up in the air there and got cut down by the Dowling defender coming from the safety position. I don't know if that's Matt, if that's uh, Blake Anderson that got him or, or what. You hope the you young man's okay. He's slow he's getting, getting up. The trainer player.
1: out there for Johnson there. 29 seconds remaining, and that stops the clock. Second down and 10 now for the Dragons. And he's going to walk off the field under his own power. We want to thank uh, Ashworth Vision Clinic, construction professionals, and dental associates for supporting our broadcast this year. And we want to thank Bozen and Florist, our red zone sponsor. Say more with Bozen, 515-244-ROSE. That's 244-7673. Bozen makes the moment mean more. And uh, speaking of more, Tyler Moore and Aiden Moore for Johnson. They've been a pretty good combination. And replacing him in the lineup will be Trey Walker, as the Dragons will bring in an extra receiver with second and 10, 29 seconds remaining. Dragons with all three of their timeouts remaining here in the first half. Dowling has two left. And now they'll break the huddle. Two receivers left and two to the right. Rutz on the read option gives to his tailback, and he's hit and dropped. Crosses the uh, 40 up to the 48-yard line, a gain of 4 it He'll bring up third and six, and let's we'll see if Dowling stops the clock. I don't think they no, will. I don't
4: think they will here, and Tyler Moore comes back into the football game, which is good to see, and it and, uh, looks like Johnston's going to let it run down, maybe take one shot at the end zone here before the half. Uh,
1: six seconds remaining. They'll let the clock run out. We're going to go into halftime. John Chida will. Oh, they're going to call a timeout. They're going to they're gonna take a shot. Oh, they are. Timeout, Johnston, and that'll be their first timeout of the second half with three seconds remaining. We'll keep it here. Mark Amadil, Matt Mainering, and uh, John, I know you're going to set up with your interview with uh, head coach Tom Wilson at halftime. The Maroons trail fifteen to nine right now, going almost going into the break. But uh, you know, it's been an interesting first half for Dallas They got nothing going as far as offensive chemistry. Defensively, they played pretty well considering the field position they were put in.
2: Yeah, uh, that, that's exactly right. And, and the rhythm that they showed on that last drive, they're able to do it when they get, they can execute and they stay away from the miscues um and that was a huge score because now you're you're a six-point ball game instead of 15-2 with the weather coming in and it's starting to rain and it's been kind of drizzling it's picking up a little bit more that changes a lot of things that what you can do offensively and and uh you don't want to have to come from those big uh come from behind from those uh, big leads and uh, that, that johnson had and i just can't say enough how crucial that uh that score was.
4: It was, and Dowling gets the football to start the second yeah. half, so yes. it's you know it's, it's an opportunity to come out to start that second half and set the tone and, and hopefully get out in front right away.
1: All right, John, thanks for that report. Three seconds remaining in the first half. Third and six, Johnson. Here's a snap ball. Almost went over the head of Rutz. He fields it. Back to throw. Now steps up in the pocket. Fires the ball down. He's got a man open, the ball is incomplete. He had it turned, and... Uh, Dowling stripped it away from him. Nice job by Austin Klein Klein with the uh, strip, yeah, and that will end the first half. Nice play. Man. And the score is uh, Ankeny <laughs> leading, or rather, Johnson, Johnson leading. <laughs> I'm looking at the Ankeny score right yeah. now. Johnson leading Dowling 15-9. to uh, Updated score, Ankeny leading 4-Dodge 14-6 to in 4-Dodge tonight. And uh, with five minutes left in the first half, Waukee leading Ankeny Centennial 14-7 to and Ankeny. Let's go down to the. Dowling sideline, and that is where uh, John Chida was at. John, take it away.
2: I was unable to get Coach Wilson. Uh, I was down at the other end, and he, they got off the field pretty quick, uh, Mark, so I apologize for that, and we'll get him after the game for sure, but uh, um, the momentum changing is the game of momentums uh, that we saw in the first half, and miscues and field position, and and it seems like once Dowling got uh, things going, uh, uh, they were able to convert and, and capitalize on a score, but uh, the story of the game is Early was that Johnson's offense being able to get the edge, and Dowling's defense not being able to contain that quarterback. Rutz has done a very good job, and the defense cleaned that up a little bit, and and Dowling was able to get some things going.
1: And Johnny, I think Matt touched on it. I'm impressed with the uh, the front four for Johnson. They've really controlled the line of scrimmage. Storts, Kennan, who's uh, Johnson's version of uh, of uh, Dowling's Jay- nose guard, yeah. Chase Pattons, and uh, and uh, Jay- I'm sorry, Jalen Pettis. Excuse me, and Ian Dolan and Matt Thompson really done a good job of controlling the line of scrimmage.
2: Yeah, uh, they sure have, and and we talked about it earlier in the broadcast, when people can set that edge, and with a quick quarterback and a quick running back, it's tough to defend, and it's tough for the linebackers to to move sideline to sideline, so you have to have, your defense fans have to be disciplined and, and keep that contained and not get too far inside or too far upfield, and they were able to clean that up, and credit to the Johnson Offense line, like you said, they they done a tremendous job early on, and then they got in got stuck in bad field position, Mark, and uh, was able to get themselves out of the hole.
1: That's true. And uh, Johnson linebackers, Aiden Moore, who's a two-way player, J.T. Puck, Cade Godwin, and uh, Trey Walker have done a – Pretty good job backing up their their defensive line, and then uh, the the corners uh, Trey Walker, Carter Kriegel, Will Scott, and Caleb Helgeson had the interception for Johnson. The free safety, his dad was uh, on the Dowling staff back in the early 2000s. Uh, then he was on the Pazzetti staff at Ankeny while his kids were going to Johnson, and then he switched over here a few years ago. and uh, Brian Woodley, I told him, I said, you got to get Helgi on your staff. He did. He left Ankeny, and, uh, Ankeny Centennial and uh, came over here. And uh, He's got a pretty good son who uh, uh, is one of three Helgesons going through. Caleb, the older one, they're all pretty good wrestlers. The youngest one might be the best wrestler. Don't say I said that on the radio because the other two brothers, <laughs> they might have at it tomorrow morning. Wouldn't yeah. want to cause any of that here in the, the Helgeson house. But uh, tremendous first half by Johnson. You got to hand it to him. They lead it uh, here at halftime, fifteen to nine over Dowling. Matt. Yeah, just that first quarter, you know, Dowling or
4: Johnson be able to go up and put fifteen points on the board and take advantage of a miscue by Dowling there, and and uh, their defense is playing well, and and uh, you know. Dowling started to show some life there at the end of the second quarter and, uh, you know, get the ball to start second half. So we'll see what happens.
1: Let's take a look at our first half stats. Uh, scoring wise, Johnson scored the fif- first 15 points of the ball game via a nine run, yard run, excuse me, by Aiden Moore. A safety by Dowling as the Maroons had a bad snap and uh, they kicked the ball out of the end zone. And then Jack Rutz, the, the quarterback, got loose on fourth and three, ran it for 37 yards. And Johnson up uh, 14 to nothing early. And then the Maroons. Score with the safety as uh, Rutz had the ball snapped over his head. He fell out of the end zone. Fifteen to two. Johnson and then Dowling scoring with an eight or Adam Townsend. Townsend on a three-yard run capped off a five-play, fifty-three-yard drive for Dowling, and the score is our score now: fifteen to nine. As Dowling has now scored the last nine points. Uh, total offense: Dowling with one hundred and thirty-two yards. Johnson with one twenty-six. The Rams have one hundred and six yards passing, twenty-six yards rushing. Uh, Johnson with twenty-nine yards passing, ninety-seven yards rushing. And, uh, first downs. The, uh, Maroons have eight first downs. Johnson with seven. Jake Steinbreger, Jake Steingraber, the Dowling quarterback, five out of eight passing, 66 yards and an interception, no touchdowns. And Smolik, Jackson threw for four or seven, uh, for, for 40 yards, no touchdowns and no interceptions for, uh, Johnson. Uh, their, uh, quarterback, Jack Rutz, was, a. Uh, Three out of nine passing for 29 yards, no interceptions or touchdowns. Leading rusher for Dowling is the quarterback for the Maroons, Jake Steingraber, two carries for 19 yards. Blake Anderson, two carries for five yards. Zach Swagger, three carries, three yards. And Adam Townsend has one carry for three yards and a touchdown. Cam Middleton carried once for negative three yards. Uh, For Johnston, their leading ball carrier is their backup tailback, Aiden Moore, 12 carries, 60 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Blake Tubbs, six carries for 54 yards, and uh, their quarterback Rutz had a, I'm sorry Rutz with six carries 54 yards, and the rest of the Johnson tailbacks were all for negative yards. The leading receiver for Dowling Mac Anderson five catches 67 yards, and Louie Brooks three catches for 27 yards, and Carson Brown a catch for 12 yards. For Johnson is their tight end, their leading receiver, and their only receiver three catches 29 yards for. Their tight end, Tyler Moore, all six foot five, two 240 pounds, who was shaken up in the first half. So that's us look at the numbers in the first half. Both teams pretty even offensively. And Maroons with 132 yards of total offense. Dowling with one, with uh, Johnson with 126. We'll take a break, and we'll catch up with some scores. As the last report, Ankeny leading Fort Dodge 21-6 to six, uh, at halftime now. That game goes halftime in Fort Dodge. And uh, Waukee leading... Ankeny Centennial 14-7. to I believe that game is at halftime. Here, we're in the fog. We're in the mist. And as John mentioned, a little bit of rain. Our halftime score, it's Johnston 15, Dowling 9. From Johnston High School, this is Mark Amadill along with Matt Mainring and John Chido back with our halftime guest, my partner, the principal of Dowling Catholic High School, Matt Mainring is up next. Get your questions, folks. We'll take them here on Iowa Catholic
12: Radio. This is Dr. Ray Gurendi from The Doctor Is In. Okay, I'll confess. Years ago when I was asked to be on Catholic Radio, I peremptorily said, "Uh, no thanks. And then I realized the power of Catholic Radio. As I got emails and letters from folks who have come back to the church, whose families converted, whose lives were made better. It's training for the troops. It makes better Catholics, better Christians out of the folks who listen. And then they go out to transform the world. Your gift works to make a difference for you.
0: You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150.
1: And welcome back to Johnston High School as we are at halftime for the Johnston Dowling game, and it's Johnston leading Dowling, fifteen to nine in high school football. The Maroons, the new number one team, after knocking off Valley last week, twenty-two to nothing. But it's been all Johnston in this first half. Credit to head coach Brian Woodley and his nineteen years here at Johnston. They are. Leading at halftime over Dallin Catholic, and I'm joined here, Mark Amadil, joined by Matt Mainring, my partner. First time we've seen you this year on the radio booth. I know you've been mm-hmm. a stellar listener. We appreciate that. You bet. And getting a few texts, a lot of positive texts out of you. <laughs> I have get some negative ones every once in a while. Tonight they haven't showed up. But uh, uh, thanks, thanks for joining us. You are you the bet. principal, and where do you want to where do you want to take our listeners at with Dowling High School
4: this year, Matt? Well, I think you know it's obviously the the makeup of things looks so much different as we started the school year this year, and and uh, coming out, it's you know one of the things that school is very different right now, and uh, I don't think we you know our kids see it, and and our teaching staff, you know it's what we're doing for those listeners that are are not doesn't, don't have anyone in the building right now is we we are basically teaching the students in the ho- in the classroom and at the same time those kids that are staying at home so we have about 200 students that are that are attending virtually of our 1400 and those students are at home in class live with the teacher. And so as a teacher in the classroom, you have some kids in the room, some kids at home, and, and the education is going on. So it's it's uh, been a challenge over the first couple of weeks to get acclimated to that technology and to be able to do that and run two platforms. Um, but we're kind of hitting our stride this week, and, and we're starting to see the um, positives of that from an educational um, standpoint
1: and, and Matt when all this happened back uh, last March and I vividly remember this we were at the mm-hmm. state basketball tournament Dowling yep. played on a Wednesday on Friday they're shutting everything down spring yep. break was the following week you come back and it's virtual classrooms and uh, I know Dowling and a lot of the Catholic schools went virtual then because of uh, shutting it down because of the COVID-19 pandemic rightly show so you really got a tremendous start in that environment as you called it uh, then and now this year opens up, and you, you know it 's got to be mostly uh, uh, in classroom teaching, but there are some that do it virtually, so you 've had that taste there for a little bit we
4: did and you know last spring was a good experience for us as learning how to do some things that way and our staff you know and they just did a phenomenal job. Our faculty is amazing and to do what they did over spring break essentially, and we took one day and we adjusted right to that online learning environment. And you know what we thought was going to be for two weeks turns into two and a half months, and and uh, but it wasn't to the level that Dowling expects. You know the, the, what we did last spring was really really good, and uh, you know but when we're going about and what our students need is they want to be challenged academically in an environment that cares about them and 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 is trying to personalize that teaching experience and that learning experience, and this year we've just we've upped it like 10 notches and and from an academic standpoint now our kids are getting a very very good education and uh and and i think as good as you can get in the environment that we're in right now you know and and the the parts that's challenging right now is the social side of things and you know our our students you know, because as we go into homecoming week, and I'll talk a little bit about that here in a minute, but as we go into these things, so many events are canceled. You know, you look out here, there's no, there's no, no, student, s- body. no student body. And, you know, to do things in a healthy way and to remain socially distant um, creates a pretty sterile environment. And, uh, you know, it's unfortunate for the kids, but good for the kids, you know, because we are,
1: we are staying healthy. Well, the instinct is for everybody to socialize. We are right. social people, by the for the most part. The ones that don't socialize, this is their environment. You know, they're, uh, you know, they they, they want to be by themselves. That's great, but they want to be social. So, do, you know, kids, teachers, no matter, and that makes it tough because of this virus and how deadly it can be. Yes, it's a flu type virus, but it affects people differently. Obviously, it doesn't affect the kids for the most part. Right but it affects adults and where do kids live with they live with adults whether it's their grandparents or their parents yeah and you have to take it seriously because of of everything that's going
4: on and you know and you know we're masked up every day and in our classrooms our teachers are teaching from a spot where they've got about a six foot cushion you know and so as the information comes out from and all the guidelines and Polk County Health has been a great assistance to us and answers a lot of questions and I know um, what they do is just amazing to, to provide the guidance for us and so what we're trying to do in our classrooms is create an environment where our teachers are spaced six feet away from the students so in you know we're, you're trying to limit the number of quarantines you know if, if you have a positive case how many students are going to have to quarantine or are going to be exposed because of that positive case and that really you know puts a lid on your transmissions as you try to go through the day and right now we're in a hybrid model where our students are split alphabetically so um you know on like on thursday it was a through l in the building or A through K in the building, and then uh, today it was L through Z in the building, and uh, it's a little weird because you used to see them fourteen hundred kids right. in the hallway, right. and right now you know we're going about six hundred kids in the hallway a day, and and uh, but we're able to socially distance in the classroom, much like we are right now up in the yep. booth. You're and on so, one side, and I'm on the yeah, other. <laughs> and so we you know it's but that's such an important thing from a transmission standpoint and 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 keeping kids masked and and doing all the right things and you know it, you, you, i don't know if you had a chance but you should stop in and see our lunchroom you know we got partitions up everywhere and so the kids it's it's not very um fun to go to lunch <laughs> because there's wow. no you can't socialize and and you're doing it for the betterment of the kids and their families
1: and our teachers, for to keep everybody safe, and that's the thing. The thing that's important: safety of all those yeah. you just mentioned. That is so true. A visit with yeah. Matt Mainry, the president of Dallin County, or the principal of Dowling Catholic High School, and uh, he's my broadcast partner. Back in week three, we're glad to, to, to have you back. I know Johnny and I, uh, I've, I've had three different people in the booth. In Enola, <laughs> last week with Val, he had, a, had a dig out Marcouli from his Packer land. Well, yeah. Wait a second, you're from that yeah. land, too. Yeah. And then uh, having you up here. So, uh, talking about what's going on inside Dowling, obviously activities, and, and as we talked about, and Johnny's a big part of this because his son's on the football team, homecoming next week. Homecoming. And boy, is that ever a social event? And <laughs> here we are in COVID, the pandemic, And how's this going to look next week, Mr. May? Well,
4: you know, we're trying to liven things up a little bit, and you know, our our Maroon Council, uh, Casey Tickle, uh, Kristen Meyer, Becca Cooling, and uh, Megan Woodstock. You know, they've – and uh, Laura Catch, they they moderate that group. And our Maroon crew and our student council combined, they're trying to generate some excitement in this COVID world. And so we do have dress-up days next week. Monday is Teen Beach uh, Movie Day, and then we have Outsiders Tuesday. You remember that movie, don't you, I The do. Outsiders? I do, I do. Uh, Um, mean girls wednesday whatever that is and uh let the good times roll thursday and and uh musical high school musical friday you know what we're trying to do is provide some opportunities so like on thursday uh, for the freshmen and the sophomores and the juniors we're having a movie night at palms uh theater out in waukee and uh then on on thursday night also then we're having the Uh, court come out onto the field for the seniors, you're trying to do things where we... Uh, make it as much of an experience as we can for our seniors because they're the ones that are getting shorted in some way, and so you're trying to do some things special for them. And so we'll have a little event at out at the football field uh, for them Thursday night for the seniors, and then we'll have coronation at halftime. Let's do the first time, I believe, in a long time that we're going to we're going to crown the king and queen at halftime of the football game on Friday night.
1: Normally that's done in the gym yeah. on Friday afternoon, yep. but due yep. to the you're not having no pep assemblies in the yeah. gym. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's uh, that says a lot now I, I saw as being a, a dowling alum I got a, a little email blast. The Pancake Breakfast, which is usually held around playoff time, end of October, early November, that's going to look a little different this year. I don't yeah. know if you could speak about that a little bit, Matt. No, not, I, but, but I haven't
4: paid attention to that as much yet because that's a long ways away. Well, well, it's only about a month and a half, but it's a drive-through Pancake yeah. Breakfast. And, uh, you know, trying to make the best of the situation, I think it's a it's a great idea. Uh, I think we'll be able to have a lot of fun with it and, and trying to make the best of it and still hold trips it's such a Dowling thing. You know, it's, a, it's such a community-driven Tradition. Tradition, one of the
1: traditions, absolutely,
4: and uh, and so to be able to do it in this manner should be a fun and exciting way to go
1: about things. So all the activities that you, you know, the social activities, have really been put pretty much to a stop, but the academic part has been tremendous. And I I'll tell you what, uh, I think the the, the, the teachers, mm-hmm. the staff, the support staff, whether it's the lunchroom or whatever. Uh, you know, it's a different environment for us all. But when you get into a school building where teaching goes on, mm-hmm. that has really been the trick. And so you basically have like a a, a Zoom with teaching going on with the in in person. That right. is just amazing how that is working. So I've been we we had a
4: changeover in our business department late in the summer, and so uh, Kristen Meyer and, and, and myself I'm teaching a business class. This year in sort of business uh, right now, and uh, I got to give a little shout out to Anna McCarty, one of my seniors in that class. You got to recognize your seniors in that class. Sure. Danny Bakken, but they you know Anna McCarty, great business mind. So she's, she's going places. Let's keep track of that. Anyway, but we you know so I'm teaching, and and, and you do you have this live feed, so you've got this um, Google Meet um, going on, and so you have. So you can see the kids at home, you can converse with the kids at home, and then you can converse with the kids in the classroom as well. And, and trying to create some environments where you're keeping everybody engaged in some way, shape, or form. Sure. And uh, there's there's challenges, there's no doubt about it, but it's – it's our kids have been just phenomenal. You know, they're doing what they're supposed to be doing, and, and the homework is getting done, and they're, they're – following the rules that need to happen, and uh, we're, you know, making the best of the situation. All right. And, and the goal overall is, you know, you're, you're really trying to stay in the building as long as you can. Right. Because the, the last thing we want to do is be online, fully online. So this hybrid model, at least we're getting the opportunity to, to keep the kids safe, keep them distance in the classroom, and uh, still have the education going on. Absolutely. And
1: that's what it's all about, keeping that education, that, yeah. that one-on-one education that you get every day. Yep. Alright, we're gonna take a break here at halftime. It's Johnston leading number one dowling 15 to 9. My halftime guest has been Matt Maynard, my broadcast partner, former football coach at the Sheldon Orabs. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. O-Rabs. O-Rabs. Or you know, or, yeah, we, a lot of Orabs. rabs yeah. o I'm, I'm sure your opponents called you other things yeah, when baby. you were out there. Yeah. <laughs> that always meant you were winning, though, so that's, that's good. That's right. And we didn't get any questions answered on us. We were going to take calls, and nobody yeah. on the hotline here I looked down. Nope, it's empty. Yep. We'll take a break, come back with the second half. Both teams on the field getting their three-minute warm-up in place. Uh, again, the halftime score is John.
13: Did you know you have a choice in your child's education? Smaller class sizes, dedicated teachers, a sense of community, and a caring learning environment. Whether it's in the classroom or at home, Diocese of Des Moines Catholic Schools deliver the best value in education, and we offer tuition assistance to help you afford it. Learn more about how the Catholic schools in the Des Moines Diocese might be the right choice for your child. Visit dmdiocese.org schools.
1: Welcome back to Johnson High School. Boy, if you could hear what goes on when we are uh, at the break. Mark Amadale, Matt Mandring and uh, John Chido as Ankeny, or Ankeny. Ankeny was uh, uh, on the leading at looks- four Dodge. i got Ankeny. I'm watching the Ankeny Ford Dodge score. But uh, Dowling trailing at halftime. It's Johnson 15, Dowling 9. And uh, John Chido on the Dowling sideline with the umbrella. I see you down there with uh, Mr. Skigliano, Mark Skigliano. And uh, did you have a question for Mr. Mandring about golf, or was it uh, – uh, virtual learning or anything like that. As you're a parent of a uh, of a junior at Dowling, Johnny.
2: Well, keeping my son engaged is is, is hard enough, but uh, Dowling does a great <laughs> job. Thank God, and it's a great place to be uh, because I'd be pulling my hair out even more so than I already am. But um, the golf thing is is that, you know we're talking about blank golf course and in and, and, and coaches going to be playing there tomorrow. It's is you got a lot of room to spray the ball, which is good. And yeah, it's, I it's,
1: need all the room I it, can get. <laughs> he, he was wanting a you know a tip, Johnny. Your your family has run that course for many many years. My dad used to play there back in the '70s and '80s. Uh, he just wanted a tip from you. What you know? Do, does he use his uh, Does he use his driver? Or does he got to go to the irons off the tee? Well,
2: if you play from the yellow tees. The, the up-front tees, you don't never need to bring your driver out except for par fives. There's, there's your tip. There you go. And that's always the funnest to, 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 to do because you're actually hitting shorter irons in the greens. <laughs> there you go. Mr.
1: Mainering,
4: you got to take that I don't know if I've that got that tip. much skill. I just close my eyes and swing. So <laughs>
1: That's awesome. Well, John, <laughs> what do you think went on at halftime? I know you didn't get a chance to talk to Coach Wilson, but uh, both teams on the field. Has the rain increased right now? Or are we just seeing this drizzle.
2: It's it's just been staying steady with the drizzle, which is good because if it gets out of control, then you, you don't want to be the team that that's not leading the ball game. So, uh, this drive is very important to start the second half. Downing deferred. Uh, they're going to start with the ball the second half, and I think that short passing game. Um, They're going to get a lot of one-on-one looks uh, with the number one receivers on the outside, Uh, and they had some success uh, getting um, beyond the linebackers in front of the safeties. So I think they're going to probably take advantage of that. And this is just my coaching coming out, and I'm probably absolutely wrong, but uh, uh, but they got to stay away from the penalties and the miscues. And I think defensively they got it cleaned up and just keep uh, ruts in the pocket and keep them contained. Yeah, that was
1: a big part of that Uh, first half, among anything, among everything, and now. Johnson kicking off and a high end-over-end kick fielded as Nyron kicks it and it's into the end kicked zone. it out of the end zone again yeah. as it went into the fog and into the uh, north end zone here. Dowling will go left to right, north to south. Here they have the first possession mat of the. Uh, first second half rather.
4: Uh, Johnny makes a great point when the weather starts to turn like this you don't want to be the team that's having to come from behind because it puts pressure on you and you end up doing things that you don't want to do and the ball gets a lot slicker and everything else and so you know getting out and getting in front before the weather deteriorates
1: anymore is pretty important. That's that's true first and ten now for Dowling and looking at the radar now and everything just seems to be going north of I-80 so the, the heavy stuff might be missing us but we still have the drizzle back to throw. Smolik gets to start in the f- the second half and a quick pass on the left side. Caught by Carson, Carson Brown, Brown, and he might have picked up five yards up to the 25-yard line.
4: You talked about Carson before the game, and uh, now it's a couple catches for him tonight and uh, makes a nice... Nice play with, as Dowling emptied out the backfield and spread it out. And I think you might see a little bit more of that. You know, I think that's where they found success in that first half was this short passing game. Yeah, the re-
1: Receivers for Dowling, they can move. Besides Louie Brooks, we all know about him. And Koa Thompson who's made some big catches. Mack Anderson, Carson Brown's that fourth receiver. And Al. Now- the maroons with a little quick pass caught first down, and I think that's Mac Anderson, Swager, uh, or Swager. Well, it was ready. a
4: handoff. Oh, you know, was as a soon as I say team. we're going to go to the quick passing game, you know, Coach Wilson does a little outside zone,
1: and 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 uh, Swager gets first down. Swags with the catch up to, the or rather, the run, run. up for nine yards. That's his longest run of the night. It's that's first and nice, ten maroons nice at thirty-five. Play. Nice play there for the maroons. Allen comes out three wide, three to the right, tied in on the right. Nobody on the left side. Here's a snap. And read option to give us a swagger. He breaks the tackle, turns the corner. He's at the 40, 45, 50 midfield, down the far sideline. Finally run out of bounds at the Johnston 41-yard line. How about the swags that time? Yeah, Zach. that
4: was a great run by Zach. And he was able to get away from Caden or Caden Kennan in the backfield because he – that young man's you backfield that. a lot, yeah. And he was able that. to get away from him and get to the edge, and a uh, nice run by Zach.
1: 25 yard run for Zach Swagger, the Dowling tailback. First and 10 Maroons at the 40 of Johnson. Smolick out of the pistol formation. Handoff Swagger again. Turns the corner. And fighting for yardage. He may have gotten a yard down to the Dragon 40, uh, 39, rather. But even right there, you saw Zach, and he's,
4: he's got the strong legs, and he's, he just kept things churning right there and bounced that out, and it was a. Just a jersey tackle there that was able to bring him down. He's really got those feet moving and, and uh, running with a little more intensity right now. Yes, he is.
1: He actually may have gotten benched a little bit in that first half, but he's back out there. Cale Gokenauer is the uh, fullback at, when they go to that pistol formation, and that's where Zwa- Swagger was last year uh, when the Maroons had that uh, dynamic new tailback. And a handoff, Swagger again turns the corner, breaks the tackle, and he's inside the down to the 37-yard line of Johnson. He'll pick up two. It was a quick opener, but it closed early. Yeah, the Dragons closed it down.
4: Ian Dolan uh, for the Dragons there makes a stop because it looked like Swagger got through there and was going to escape and and uh, get about seven or eight and ends up only getting about three and
1: or a couple, and now we've got a third and long. And Gokenauer stays in at fullback. they bring in an extra tailback, and out of the... Uh, Diamond formation, back to throw, Smolik right side. The pass is up and incomplete off the hands of Louis Brooks. Louie thought he had a little contact ahead of the play by uh, Trey Walker, but the pass is incomplete. it will bring up fourth and seven for Dowling.
4: You know, you know, Louie's in a position right there where he makes that, that curl and he's coming back to the ball, and he's got to sit there and wait and wait. And, and uh, it, um,
1: you know, it was bang, bang there, but I think it's the right call. Calvert in the punt. He'll stand at midfield and uh, back deep for uh, Johnston is uh, Carter Kriegel. He'll stand right at the 10-yard line. Dallin going left to right in front of us or north to south here. It's Fifteen to 9 Johnson with the lead. Calvert with the left-footed kick. It's a low end-over-end oh. kick, and it bounces in the end zone. Hustling down there for Dallin was Austin Klein, but he yeah. couldn't stop it in time. He couldn't find the ball at the last No, minute. he didn't get his head around, and, and, uh, and he didn't know where it was, and and the ball just skipped by. So nine twenty-seven remaining third quarter. And Johnson with their first offensive series of the second half. It's Johnson 15, Dowling 9. Let's go down to the Dowling sideline. That is where John Chido is at, Johnny.
2: Well, if, if, if Dowling's offense got started getting some going and, and Swagger had some nice runs, and that was all him, Mark, and, and Coach. I mean, he's breaking them out of the of the pile there and making something out of nothing. Uh, but, you know, going back to that third down play, Louis Brooks uh, breaking for that ball, and I think Coach mentioned that. That ball should be there when he's breaking, and, and the ball was out of the hands. And I think the weather has something to do with that.
1: Yeah, I think so, too. And the Maroons, uh on defense. Johnson on offense. Ruts in at quarterback. He's went the whole way, and he's also scored a touchdown tonight. They'll hand it off to their tailback, and that's Blake Tubbs with the carry right up the gut from the 20-yard line. And Tubbs is up to the 25-yard line, a little inside handoff over right guard in uh, the center.
4: Yeah, nice play up front for, the, for Johnson. It's always interesting to see when you come out of half, both teams decided they wanted to establish the ball on the ground. Yes, they and do. and uh, Johnston gets a nice play there
1: um, up the middle. So we are up second and five. Johnston. And they'll send out two receivers to the right. Vinny Cresta, the flanker at the top of the uh, formation. And in motion goes Brady Hovey. And now Rutz on the option pitches to Hovey, and he goes nowhere. Dowling has got that option play. Down pat, he'll lose yardage back to the 20, a loss of five. Third and ten coming up for the Dragons.
4: This time it was Will Herman out there, and you know, the outside linebacker uh, it has that responsibility. On the other side is Craig Zauser, on this side is Herman, and makes a great play on the pitch man
1: for negative yardage. And that play worked in the first series, and it hasn't worked since. It has not, and uh, Johnson scored on it. The Maroons uh, have been held to one touchdown, and a safety tonight is, uh, for their eight points or the nine points, rather, and now Johnston out of the shotgun. Ruts back to throw, fires it off, and it tipped and nearly intercepted, but incomplete. Max Deary, the linebacker, went off his hands and fell harmlessly incomplete uh, back deep for Dowling. Blake Anderson, at safety, may have had a shot, but that was a shot. bullet thrown by Ruts that it time, was. incomplete. It
4: was, and, uh, you know, they, they sit there and they look for Tyler Moore. At first, I thought he didn't come back out, but he is back out there, and... Um, that was a bullet over the middle
1: into a lot of traffic, and fortunately that didn't get picked off. Yeah, you're talking about Tyler Moore, their 6'5", tight in. He and Aiden Moore, who's their backup tailback, have done damage. Now Russ stays in from quarterback. He'll punt it away, and it's fielded by Brooks at the 44 of Dowling. Return is right. Brooks uh, zigging and zag across the 40, or rather the 45, and now penalty flag down, and Brooks is down at the 42 of Johnston.
4: At number 77 on the stop there for the Dragons, Tyler Ron Logie and, and uh, get a
1: flag at the end of the play. So we'll see what this is all about. 7.53 remaining third quarter. Johnston leads 15-9 to nine over Dowling Catholic. Mark Amadale joined by Matt Mainry tonight here in the booth. Down to the Dowling sideline is John Chida. While they sort this all out, Johnny, your thoughts on that last uh, defensive presence for the Maroons?
2: Well, they got like, like you guys said, they have the option figured out. When the defensive end takes the quarterback and makes him pitch that ball quickly, it allows that linebacker to run downhill and, make the tackle in the backfield, and they've done a tremendous job adjusting that. I think more so in that those first couple possessions of at the ball game, they're we kind of two, sitting back on their heels.
4: We do have two flags down yeah. on both ends of the field here, one's, both sides of the field. One's going
2: to be an unsportsmanlike penalty, and I don't know what the first one towards you guys is going to be.
1: Yeah, we'll, we'll get it to the officials or Mike tonight. We'll try to pick it up. But uh, right now we believe it will be Dowling football, just a matter of where it sits on the Johnston 42-yard line, and now the White Hat will uh, – let us know. We
7: have a block in the back. Excuse me. A block in the back. Yeah. We we'll, also uh, we'll have a personal foul. On Johnson, number two, we will
1: replay the down. Play the down. So they're going to replay the down, offsetting penalties, and they'll re-kick it from the 20-yard line, which is where Johnson was. That was our official tonight, Mike Morrison from Clive, J.D. Schroeder, uh, Russ Dempster, Jeff Bunning, and uh, Sean Austin, our officiating crew, and they say we're going to redo this again. There, uh, You can't decline it if you're the head coach there, uh, yeah, Mr. Mainering, like yeah. back in the days at Sheldon. Yeah. It's a re-kick. It's a re-kick. So we're going to strike all that. It would have been a first down Dowling at the 42. So Rutz will go back in there at quarterback. Fourth and 10 for Johnston, back on their own 20. And uh, here's a snap. Rutz gets it away again. A short end-over-end kick. And it's fielded by Dowling, and that is Blake Anderson at his own 46-yard line. So but the Maroons will lose a little bit of yardage here. yards, yep. 10 yards yep. 10 they'll there. Eight, uh, Now they'll lose about uh, 12 yards. They're going to we'll put it right. on the 41. Blake Anderson
4: did the right thing right there and called for a fair catch. It was a real nice punt by Rutz, and, and uh, you know, it's – Generally, in those situations, you don't want to have to punt twice, especially with the wet football. No, you know, bad
1: things are going to happen. We've and already seen two safeties yeah, tonight—one yeah. on each team. <laughs> so you so, know the, and that's both caused by bad snaps. And, right. You know, so all right, pistol formation, dialing with the first down from their own forty-one yard line, and uh, Smoltz stays in it. Uh, quarterback and he'll give it to his tailback and let's see i believe that was swagger and he struggles to get back to the line of scrimmage and he's dropped after he started going north south and then it went east west quickly and he's brought down no gain yeah and that
4: johnston defensive front has been awful tough to run against and and uh, they saw a little
1: bit of that first series and there they shut it down right away all right two receivers to the actually three receivers now to the right for the maroons and one to the left Smolick back to throw, fires over the middle of the passes, tipped and incomplete, tried to hit his tight end, Jalen Thompson, who has been well defended tonight by the Dragons. And uh, once again, a Moore involved with that. Yeah. That's Aiden Moore, the uh, linebacker. And Jalen got a, got hit there, and he
4: got, you know, that tight end again. You get over that middle, and that ball gets up in the air, and you kind of get hung up there, and that's what happened to the young man. He takes a, a hit in the midsection, and... Um,
1: is down on the yes, field he is. right now, and he is shaken up. And we've seen both tight ends uh, be uh, shaken up. As uh, Tyler Moore was injured in the first uh, half for Johnston and uh, had the wind knocked out of him because he got up under his own power, then came back in. And now we see uh, Jaden Thompson down at uh, where he was brought down at the forty-yard line of Johnston. they are going to take a break, so we will too. With seven twelve remaining here in the third quarter, it's Johnston fifteen, Dowling nine. Here on Iowa Catholic Radio, we'll be back. from the Johnson field after these messages here on Iowa Catholic Radio.
14: The Christ Our Life Catholic Conference for Our Searching Souls, Friday and Saturday, September 26 and 27, at Wells Fargo Arena. Speakers include Father Donald Calloway, Sister Miriam James, Deacon Harold Burke Sivers, Mirjana Soldo, Magnus McFarlane Barrow, Steve Angrisano, and Iowa Catholic Radio's John Leonetti. Tickets and information are available through ChristOurLifeIowa.com. The Christ Our Life Catholic Conference, September 26 and 27, at Wells Fargo Arena. ChristOurLifeIowa.com.
11: Thank you, Skeffington's Formal Wear, for sponsoring Dowling Catholic High School football. In business since 1951, Skeffington's Formal Wear offers quality service, style, and selection, providing tuxedos, suits, and casual groom attire for weddings, proms, and any other special occasion. Skeffington's Formal Wear, with convenient locations in Des Moines, West Des Moines, Davenport, Coralville, and Ankeny, all locations are family-owned and operated by members in their respective communities, fitting you for life celebrations. Online at skeffingtons.com.
0: Iowa Catholic Radio. KWKY Des Moines. K233BT Des Moines. KIHS Adel. Listen online anytime at iowacatholicradio.com or download the Iowa Catholic Radio app.
1: And we're back here at uh, Johnston Stadium. Mark Madill alongside... Matt and now a catch by Mack Anderson moves the ball down to the 44 of Johnson. It's fourth and one Maroons. They come up just a yard short after the measurement. Mack with a nice catch on a little corner route to the left side in front of the Dowling bench. Fourth and one. 7.06 remaining third quarter. And it's 15 to nine. Johnson leading Dowling here on Iowa Catholic Radio. And I believe they put Steingraber back in. Jake in at quarterback after Smolick led the first couple of plays in this drive. Steingraber will run the football check that it's jake english will run he turns a corner and he's hitting runs right into a bunch of purple shirts he can't get the first down brought down at the line of scrimmage at the 45 loses the yard actually yeah, lost a as jake english came in and ran it on fourth down it's trusting your defense right here and it's
4: a, a big play for the for the johnson dragons defense obviously getting the ball back and Losing the field position battle right now. So this is where the
1: Dowling defense uh, has to step up. First and trust 10 Johnson. Yeah. Trust, trust your defense. First and 10 Johnson at their own 45-yard line. Jake English, The uh, we've seen him do that at the Indianola game. He came in and ran the Wildcat, if you will. And he is the third-string quarterback on the roster. As Runes now will turn it over. And now the Johnson offense on the field. Ruts at quarterback. Two receivers left. Inside handoff goes to... Uh, the backup tailback, and running for yardage is Aiden Moore. gets up uh, near midfield.
4: Ball might be out. But no signal yet. No signal yet, except for the Dowling players. And it'll bring nope. him
1: second down and five. And they're going to rule him down. down. That's what they call a five-yard run for Aiden Moore. He and uh, Tubbs have been sharing
4: that tailback spot. There's a good tackle in there, by, again, by Blake Anderson. Came up from his safety position
1: and cut him down at after a five-yard gain. It'll bring up second and five, Johnston. Six and a half minutes remaining, third quarter. Dragons lead it 15-9. to nine. Inside handoff, again, right up the gut, and more hit and dropped at the line of scrimmage. They'll push him back. It'll bring up third and five. Russell Pearson makes a great play
4: from his defensive tackle position and uh, gets in there and, and gets a stop in the
1: backfield. No game. Update on our current conditions uh, here at Johnston tonight. 60 degrees is our temperature. Cloudy skies, overcast. we got the damp rain and all that east southeast wind at just two miles per hour the humidity up there and uh it's just been one of those damp nights and the maroons have played like the weather so far and johnson's played like it's been a sunny day tyler moore now split out wide right for johnson third and five russ fires it over caught by moore the tight end he's got the first down tripped up inside the 45 down to the dowling 41 or two yard line i'm not going to spot him at the 41 a
4: gain of nine Good play and good throw by Rutz. Uh, Dowling brought pressure on that play, and, and Rutz was able to get away and and find his target in Tyler Moore, who I believe has
1: caught all the passes so yep. far. Nine-yard reception. He was shaken up in the first half. As we had that uh, timeout, Dowling's tight end was uh, shaken up. Jalen Thompson, but he finally got up and... Ran off the field under his own power. So it's 1st and 10, Johnson from the Dowling 41. Rutts with the man in the backfield. He'll hand it off to him. That's Tubbs. He scampers near side in the secondary. He's finally brought down at the 25-yard line of Johnston. 1st and 10, Dragons and Ruts with his biggest run of the day. A
4: little counter play right there for uh, Blake Tubbs, and, and uh, he... Gets off that left side and found a
1: crease and and uh, turned into a big play for the Dragons. And all the way down to the Dowling 24, they'll spot it, and that is Blake Tubbs. They've got the handoff from Russ, excuse me, and uh, makes pretty good yardage that time. Blake Anderson with the stop and saves a the touchdown there for the Maroons. 17-yard run for Tubbs is longest of the night. First and 10 Johnson from the Dowling 24. Tyler Moore goes in motion. Handoff Tubbs right at the gut, and he's hit and drop right at the line of scrimmage. Ran into a wall, and finally I think the Dowling secondary making the stop there, and that is uh, for the Maroons, the uh, young man who scored, Adam Townsend, making the stop, I believe.
4: Will Herman there on, the, on the, met him at the Lions scrimmage and,
1: and uh, made that stop in a heartbeat. Yeah, gain of one, they'll spot it down to the uh, 23, so it brings up second and nine, Johnston. They move that uh, play clock down to 15 seconds. As Rutz, the quarterback, he'll work out of the shotgun, sends his uh, tight end in motion left to right. Here's a snap. Rutz looking over the middle, now wants to keep it. And he's hit and tripped up. Couldn't get past the Dowling defensive line. I'm wondering if uh, somebody got a hand. Pettis may have gotten a yeah, hand on him.
4: either Pettis or uh, uh, Patton might have got a hand on Rutz's foot there and was able to trip him up because he, he might have got
1: to the first down marker otherwise. Yeah, so that'll back him up two yards. It'll bring up third and 11 for Johnson. Loss on the play as the quarterback, Rutz was stopped after he scrambled. Third and 11, Jack mm-hmm. Dragons getting close to field goal range. They haven't had a lot of pressure. Russ has been able to have a pretty clean pocket most of the night to get the ball out. Moore in motion again. That's the tight end, Tyler Moore. Back to throw Rutz. He wants to throw at him. The pass is incomplete. He uh, threw it, underthrew it and threw it in a spot that only Tyler Moore could catch it, but he underthrew him incomplete. It'll bring up fourth down for Johnston. This is an
4: interesting call here for Johnston as you have fourth down, and uh, I don't know how good their field goal kicker is, but they're going to come out here and give it a shot, and it's going to be a 42-yard.
1: Yep, 42-yard. He has not attempted the field goal this year. As uh, we are speaking about uh, their uh, Nick Niren, 6 foot, 175 pounds, senior from the left hash as he goes uh, kicks from right to left in front of us. The holder is Will Scott. Ball is down. Kick is not. Might have not, got tipped. And is blocked and goes into the end zone out of bounds. And it'll be Dowling football first believe, and 10 from their own
4: 20-yard line. I believe Austin Klein came around the the uh, right side of, of the offensive right side and was able to dive back there and get a tip in the ball. It took a great angle,
1: got his hand on it and knocked it down, and it fell into the end zone. So three minutes, 20 seconds remaining, third quarter. Our score, Johnston, 15, Dowling Catholic 9 here on Iowa Catholic Radio, week 3. And let's go down to the Dowling sideline as the Maroons will take over first and 10 from their own 20. John Chido, come on in.
2: Yeah, big play by Austin Klein, being able to get his hand there and getting penetration up uh, uh, off the edge to, to block that uh, uh, field goal. And, and going back to the play before, uh, Jalen Pettis getting in the, the the throwing lane a little bit and making that Aaron throw for, for ruts, uh, two, two great plays by the Dowling defense. It
1: certainly was and Al Steingraver back in at quarterback. He'll work out of the shotgun, three receivers, right. One to the left and he'll just keep the football. And he gets to that initial line, but it picked up just a couple of yards, a two yard gain. He boy, an empty backfield, Matt. And Dowling has their quarterback run it there for yeah, two yards.
4: Design quarterback draw. And, and, uh, he sets up and gives a little fake and then runs up the middle and, uh, able to get some positive yards out of it you know dowling sitting here was able to do that short passing game and they see it getting covered up right now so it's making
1: it a little more challenging game clock under uh, two minutes 50 seconds it runs second and eight dowling and steingraber are inside handoff and that's middleton and he's swallowed up at the line of scrimmage no gain. may have lost a yard or two back to the original line of scrimmage cam middleton on the carry
4: yeah, Cam and didn't have a chance as the as the front the front of that defensive line for Johnston came through and was able to get back into the backfield. And here we got Tyler Moore coming into the game on a third and long to bring pressure up the middle. So keep an eye on him off that left edge. Yeah, you're
1: talking about their uh, starting tight end, and uh, it's it is third and ten. Dowling back to throw. Steinbreer wants to look right, can't get it off. He'll keep the football, and he's finally brought down at the 20-yard line. Good defense by the Dragons, and they hold them again. Uh,
4: Tyler Tyler Moore gets in there and gets a stop, along with uh, Caden Cade Kennan, and uh, just who's been just um, uh, all over the
1: defensive line. Loss of one. It'll bring up fourth down for the Maroons, fourth and nine, as they spotted up to the uh, 21-yard line as the ball was. Uh, or, I'm sorry, gain of one as the ball was back on the 20 and Calvert into punt from his own 10 yard line. Good snap, gets it away, high end over end kick, and it forces uh, the Dragons in retreat. Inside the 30, it bounces and it'll be downed at about the 28 yard line. So, nice great job punt. by Jake Calvert. Yeah,
4: great punt there by Jake, and was able to get the ball to turn over and uh, got a nice bounce
1: on it, and that's a. That's a way to flip the field. certainly is. Minute 23 remaining here in the third quarter. Johnson with the first down from their own 28-yard line. Tonight's game on Iowa Catholic Radio, sponsored in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic, uh, along with construction professionals and dental associates. Let's go down to the Dowling sideline before the Johnson offense takes the field, and let's bring in John Chido.
2: Yeah, Mark, this is the – Dowling needs a a playmaker, somebody to step up and make a play, create a turnover, uh, something to get this momentum changed and and get – the build, build position. Now they need to create a turnover.
1: All right, uh, Johnson with the first down, and now an inside handoff. And let's see if that's Aiden Moore in there. They've rotated their backs as Ruts with the handoff. And uh, just a, a little bit of yardage, maybe back to the line of scrimmage, and that's it. And that is uh, Michael Foldis for with his second carry of the night, the backup tailback. They run that little
4: inside counter again, coming back against the the grain, and Will Herman was able to be there and Pettis on the bottom of the pile, and and uh, they had that one played up pretty well.
1: Well, Johnson led at halftime, 15 to nine. Our score remains 15 to nine, and last week we had no scoring by either Dowling or Valley in the second half, and it certainly looked like uh, the final minute of the third quarter. We're going to have no scoring in the third quarter. Rutz and Dowling showing blitz back to throws. Rutz, quick hitter, and he throws behind his intended receiver. Incomplete, that was Tyler Moore, the tight end, lined up by himself. Uh, to the left of the formation, but the pass is behind him, incomplete. Good coverage that time by Dowling's Jake Henderson, and I believe also down there was Adam Townsend. And good pressure up front there, and Dowling brought a little, you see
4: Coach Bossom brought a little heat there and brought some pressure and forced Rutz to to get it out early. And right now you're seeing a lot of double teaming on Moore in coverage. we got two, there's two white
1: jerseys on him wherever he goes right now. All right, it's third and ten. Johnson from their own 28-yard line. The quarterback is Jack Rutz. The junior has went the distance, has pressure, fires that little screen pass, caught, and diving forward is the tight end. At tight end screen again to Tyler Moore, and he shy of the first down. He crossed the 35 up to the 36-yard line, gain of eight. He got a pretty generous spot right there. I thought his knee was back down here.
4: And, and he, he slid. Lunged, and he lunged forward off his knees, but uh, he got but fourth down, and two to go inside deep in your own territory, you got to figure they're going to punt. They're going to let the clock run out and uh, switch sides of the field.
1: All right. Final seconds of the third quarter as uh, Johnson will continue its lead. They lead number one Dowling. It's Johnson 15, Dowling 9. We've come to the end of three quarters of play. Back with the fourth quarter in one minute. Uh, along with uh, Matt Mandring and John Chido, I'm Mark Amadeo, and you're listening to Dowling Catholic Football here on Iowa Catholic Radio.
5: Thank
6: you, construction professionals, for underwriting our show, Man Up, heard Mondays at 9 a.m.
7: and 9 p.m. Construction professionals have been long supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio, and we've seen their work. It's beautiful. They do remodeling or new construction that is innovative, functional, and designing what you want. It's a family business built on a strong foundation to create a new or remodeled home that is uniquely yours. cpcustomhomes.com. From our family to yours, God bless. Thank you, construction professionals.
1: And we're back here at uh, Johnson High School. Side of tonight's game, a very damp and overcast night. Ankeny now extends their lead over Fort Dodge, 24-6 to 6 up there at uh, Fort Dodge. That was probably the best matchup tonight as we take a look at some of the top ten teams. Uh, Johnson leading Dowling, 15-9, to 9, going into the fourth quarter. Uh, Maroons, of course, ranked number one. Southeast Polk is ranked second, and uh, they were on the road tonight as... They were traveling to Cedar Rapids taking on Cedar Rapids-Kennedy, a number two versus number ten matchup. Cedar Falls is third, Valley fourth, Urbandale fifth this week in the weekly top ten, Cedar Rapids-Washington sixth, Waukee is seventh, Ankeny eighth, and Iowa City west ninth, Cedar Rapids-Kennedy tenth. And now here is the uh, punt by Johnston, and Louie Brooks will let it go out of bounds. Well, no, it stays in bounds, but it will be down at the 20-yard line, and that's where... Rutz's punt ends up, so Johnson with the punt to start the fourth quarter, and it'll be Dowling football, first and 10 at the 20-yard line. Let's go down to the Dowling sideline, which is the far sideline here. They're on the East Bleachers. That's where the Dowling fans are, and that's where John Chido's at. Johnny?
2: Well, Dowling's done a, a nice job defensively containing Tyler Moore in that last series and, and keeping him in, in check because he's been a big playmaker for the Johnson's offense. The same with Rutz, and you know, still unable to... Break the pocket, but their defensive line's coming, coming to life and making them throw the ball a lot sooner than they wanted to. All
1: right, first and ten now for Dowling as the Maroons now with their, on their own 20-yard line as Steingraber in at quarterback. Schwager in the backfield with him. As one receiver to the right and one to the left. And Steingraber looks, passes, passes near side, caught by Anderson, and it's complete up to the 25-yard line, a little quick hitter on the out pattern.
4: Yeah, quick hitters. And, you know, I think, you know, Coach Wilson, as he saw things happening, Johnston was really starting to come under those um, patterns a lot, and so he got away from those quick hitters. But right now, Johnston's taking away the run game, and
1: Dowling's going to have to do some things in the air to move the ball. All right, second and five, pistol formation for the Maroons. Stein Graber at quarterback, read option to give is to Swagger. Right up the gut he goes. He's got the first down, fighting for yardage up to the 32-yard line. I should say that more because the last time I said that, Swagger got a first down. <laughs> he did. So.
4: He got another one. <laughs> nice run by Zach in that interior front. You know, and, and we talked about it during the break, you know, you can see the absence of Jake Olson at the center position. That's that captain. That's that yeah. guy. And,
1: and uh, now they're starting to come to life here a little bit up front. Seven-yard gain for Swagger. And it's a 1st and 10 Dowling at their own 32-yard line. Underway here in the fourth quarter. Dowling trailing 15-9. to Steingraber with two receivers right, two to the left. Read option. Now he rolls to his left. Has time. Looks downfield. Fires a ball for Louis Brooks. Caught inside the 45. And he might go. Finally tackled from behind as he went inside the uh, hash marks with the catch to the middle of the field. Finally brought down inside the 35 of Johnston.
4: He's in double coverage there, and, and Steingraber just went at him anyway, and Louie went up and got the football and, and in between two Johnson defenders and was able to come down, and they knocked each other off, and, and Louie gets
1: away, and, and all of a sudden the wheels are in motion here. A 35-yard reception that time for Louie Brooks. First down, Dowling. That's the biggest play of the night for Dowling. Steingraber quarterback. On the read option, he'll keep the football. Looking yeah, to his right, penalty flag down, and Steingraber yeah. unleashes to Brooks in the end zone, incomplete, and a penalty flag as Lou as uh, Steingraber rolled to his right after play action, Matt. And I think we got a hold on the play. Yeah, by you know, Browns.
4: Cade Kennan was coming off that edge, and and uh, technique of the outside or the, of our right tackle was good and had him. But then when when um, Smola goes or Steingraber
1: goes outside the edge, he couldn't. He just held on to him. And he was caught by the officiating crew. That will mark it off 10 yards from the spot of the foul as they mark it off right now. 46-yard line of Johnson is where it will end up if the Maroons had a first down at the 33. So it's first. And a couple. And a couple miles. (laughs) Pistol formation. First and 23, they call it, from the Johnson 26. Low snap. Steingraber picks it up. Rolls to his right. Has pressure. Avoids it. And he threw it out of bounds. Incomplete. And the question is, yeah, he didn't throw it over the line of scrimmage. Got to throw it past the line of scrimmage. Well, I thought I – oh. There was no Dowling player there, and I think that's the call. Yeah, they're going to – So the pass is incomplete, and this might come at a cost and a loss of down if that's what they rule. We'll see if we can pick up the official's uh, call here. But the pass has to go past the line of scrimmage here, Coach. Yeah, there was a guy out there, but he was a little bit farther down the field. Yeah, he was on the other side. Tensional crowning on Dowling. Didn't go past the line of scrimmage. Yeah. Of course, the defense, our defensive guru this year is John Chido. Last year, he was all offense. This year, he's yeah. a defensive guy. What do you think about that one, uh, Coach Chido? That was
2: awful close. I don't know uh, if you, the rules are different for each right. level, but if you break the pocket, you have to get the ball past the line of scrimmage. It looked like I mean it was really close, Other or was there a receiver not in the area? Yeah, receiver not
4: in the area, I think. I, don't, yeah. I think that's what they called. There wasn't
1: anybody around. So the penalty against Dowling moves the ball back to the Dowling 49.
3: Well, he and lost three yards on second that. Second and 26. Confused.
1: Back to throw is uh, Steingraber. He unloaded it. He threw behind Louie Brooks, who was running a go pattern on the near sideline, incomplete. So it'll bring up third down and 26 for Dowling on their own 49. Now you have third and a bunch. And now you're just
4: trying to, to give yourself a little bit of position to get that punt down in there. There's no plays in the playbook for third and 26. You can do something fairly conservative or, you know, or you're going for the – Going for it all here. You got Louis Brooks out on the edge with single coverage
1: out here. So, see if he takes advantage of this one on one situation. Yep, two receivers left, one to the right. Dallin going right to left. Screen pass set up. Caught by Zwager. Zach with it. He's inside the 50 and finally tackled around the 41 yard line of Johnson. He'll get some of those yards back. It'll bring up fourth down fourth and about 15 or 16 for the maroons fourth and 16
4: and the tough part here is here you're in no man's land in high school football the 40 yard line is no
1: man's land i right, was just going to ask you what do you have for third and 26 in a the playbook there
4: well you don't have much but and you know coach is probably hoping to give himself if it's a fourth and 10 or fourth you know he gets about six more yards out of that he probably would have went for it because you're inside the 40 but sure. right
1: here you end up going to have to punt Swagger's catch went for uh, 10 yards, and now the punting unit out. Fourth and 18, they call it, from the Johnson 41. Dowling will punt right to left towards the north end zone here at Johnson High School. Good snap. Calvert into punt. Left-footed kick off the side of his foot. It may not go past the line of scrimmage, and it's going to roll right at the 35 and out of bounds. So a six-yard punt after uh, Jake Calvert kicked it off the side of his foot. First and 10, Johnson from there. That much
4: you can. Tough. Uh, yeah, it's tough, and uh, you know you're the punter's sitting there trying to fine tune that one. they are going to really give it a coffin corner kick, and just got away from him a little bit, and
1: now the defense has got to get the set the tone here and try to get the ball back. Updated score: Waukee leading Ankeny Centennial 14 to 7. Centennial unranked this year, looking for their first win. Waukee ranked seventh, and that's Dowling's <laughs> opponent next week. So the Johnson Dragons will take over first and ten from their own thirty-seven is where they rolled that punt went out of bounds, uh, about a eight-yard punt for Dowling and now inside handoff is Johnson on first down, keeps it on the ground and they're going to run a lot of clock here, Matt. I got a few. yeah
4: they're going to try and grind this thing out and they've been going to that left side left edge out there and and not with much success and and. A really good job they put tyler moore in motion and he's out there as a lead blocker and i couldn't tell which maroon it was but he came up and just blew him up and and so that really stopped that play it's not about tackling the ball carrier
1: sometimes sometimes it's about getting that lead blocker gain of one bring up second down and nine for johnson they break the huddle at the uh, 10 seconds left in the play clock and they're going to go with the three receivers right one to the left and the quarterback out of the shotgun with the back next to him. Here's the snap, and he wants to throw. He fires it left side. The pass that is intercepted. Yeah. Intercepted by Klein. And you were just talking about that earlier. Defense has to come up the pick. Well, Austin Klein – third interception of the year
4: well johnson's not hiding anything they they isolate tyler moore out there and austin klein's on and austin klein's thinking that ball's coming my way and uh, and and uh Rutt stared it down and austin klein stepped in front and took the football great play by that young man and uh now the maroons are in business
1: first and 10 dowling from the johnson 43 john chido that might be a little film work there and what uh, coach uh, Uh, said earlier, uh, just kind of reading that play, knowing what you had.
2: Yeah, absolutely. The footwork for Austin was great. Separated man from ball, and that tells you the receiver has to come back for the ball and not let the defender slip in there and make that interception. And
1: the runes right up the gut on first down. Zach Swagger with the carry from the Johnson 43. Carries it down to about the 39, maybe the 40 for a gain of three or four. It'll bring up second down and about uh, four, we'll call it. Kate Godwin pulled him down right there, and then Zach really is keeping those legs
4: churning, doing a much better job in the second half of really grinding things out and running
1: hard, running downhill. Uh, give him a gain of four, second and six. With 8.15 remaining, fourth quarter. Johnson 15, Dowling 9 here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Handoff Swagger once again. He'll run right side. He's got the first down, runs into... Uh, a defender, but he takes him down field inside the thirty and they'll spot him down right at the twenty nine. Hard run of ten yards. Hard run. For Zach.
4: He ran right over that Johnston the Johnston tackler at the end of that play and, and uh um, it's one of those where Zach
1: delivered the blow at the end of that play and uh, uh he finished, continued finished that finish going forward. All right, it's first and ten Maroons down at the twenty nine yard line. Johnson vying for the upset here, fifteen to nine. Dragons Dowling with the ball back to throw. It's Smolik fires it right side. The pass is gonna give it a catch. No, I incomplete. Think it, it out went of bounds.
4: Down. Yeah, he was out there targeting. Um, I believe it was Koa Thompson, number nineteen.
1: Is that right? It is. Yeah. Oh no, check that. It was Anderson. It was uh, Mac Anderson with the intent was the intended receiver. Incomplete. Little quick hitter to the right side. A little square out pattern. But it went for about four or five yards. Brings up second down and 10. Dowling, game clock stopped at 7 minutes, 40 seconds remaining. Rooms with the second and 10 on the 29-yard line of Johnston. Mark Amadil alongside Matt Mainring. John Shido down the sideline. Pistol formation, and Smolik to give is to Middleton, and Cam hit and dropped immediately as he got the handoff for no game. May have lost a yard back to the 30. He's found it tough tonight.
4: Yeah, and they, they closed up in a hurry. There was not any room there for Cam as he hit the line of scrimmage. And uh, you know, that defensive front, again, how many times are we going to call his name tonight? Cade Kennan and company up front, shutting it down.
1: Yeah, those guys that were at 55 and play nose tackle, very tough to run against. All right, third and 11, Dowling. Lose a yard. Back to throw is Smolik. Fires downfield. Looks to the end zone and gets it. Oh, up, what a catch. Inside the 10 down to the 8-yard line. What a catch going up for it is Mac Anderson. And that might be the play that sparks this team tonight.
4: Mac Anderson, what a catch. And uh, Smolik throws it down there, and you're thinking that ball is not going to get caught. It was
1: a 50-50, too. Yes,
4: it was. And uh, Mac Anderson goes up there and gets it and makes a nice
1: play at the three, two-yard line. They're going to count, spot it down at the two-yard line. 28-yard reception, first and goal, Dowling at the two. As Maroon's going towards the net, north end zone here, right to left in front of us. Diamond formation, Smolik at quarterback, and now we got a timeout called by, by... Dowling, I believe. Oh, uh, they haven't seen it, it is yeah. Dowling, so we'll take a one-minute break. Six forty-one remaining, fourth quarter. Johnson fifteen, Dowling nine. Back in one minute on Iowa Catholic Radio.
10: Hi, this is Father Larry Richards of EWTN Open Line Thursday, and we just want to encourage you to help us. We really need you to bring people to Jesus Christ. Think about it. What have we done to bring people to Christ? We need you and we need your help because Jesus tells you, go and make disciples of all nations. You can do that by helping us. God bless you.
0: You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio
10: app, or call 515-223-1150. And we're back
1: here at Johnson High School. Mark Amadil alongside Matt Maindering, Dowling with a first and goal at the two yard line. Diamond formation. Smolik at quarterback. He hands it off to the tailback, and he's hit and dropped back at the five yard line. That play went nowhere. As Swagger got the handoff and a couple of purple jerseys in the backfield, in the Dowling backfield.
4: Caleb Helgeson there for the Dragons came and just shot through there. It's a run blitz, and he makes the play in the backfield, and and Swagger had no chance on that play. Loss of three.
1: It'll bring up second and goal Maroons from the, I'm going to call it the four-yard line, so just a loss of two. And now Smolik with uh, Swagger beside him to his right. Sends a man in motion. Here's a snap. Swagger with it, fakes the throw, fires back, and it's intercepted. Oh, intercepted. Intercepted by Johnston, and they'll run it back at the 30 and nearly lost it out of bounds, and finally getting tackled at midfield is the defender for Johnston. Interception in the end zone. He ran it back, and was that Helgeson? We'll have to look it up. But, oh, they're uh, going to call a flag over here. Caleb Helgeson with the pick, and he runs it from the end zone out to the 49-yard line and a tough break for the Maroons there. Yeah,
4: and you, know, you get down there at the goal line, and there's so much traffic going on, and you throw it back into the middle, that's your gambling. And that's uh, it was a good play by the Johnston,
1: and, and uh, that ends up being a uh, personal foul against Dowling, and they're going to mark yeah. it off. After the play was over, they'll put the ball in. And move from the Johnson 48 all the way down into Dowling territory. And that, and
4: that personal foul, you know, it's it's costly because, you know, it's one thing to get the ball up at the midfield marker, and now you're going to add another 15 and put them in, put them in uh, deep into Dowling territory with five minutes to go.
1: 5.52 remaining in the fourth quarter and an upset Bruin here. Unranked Johnson leading Dowling 15-9, first down, johnson at the dowling 36 yard line and now an inside handoff they give it to their tailback Tubbs, and blake Tubbs tubs. takes it down to about the 33 yard line 34 yard on a gain of two it'll bring up second down run
4: inside there will herman makes a nice play in there and makes a hard hit at the line of scrimmage and
1: and gets it as a two yard only a two yard gain. johnson going to take a lot of time and we'll go down to john chido here johnny uh Smolik had a couple of reads. He tried to get it to Louie Brooks, who was running the under pattern, but he threw behind him, and that's where Helgeson was.
2: Yeah, it was an it was an inside-out uh, pattern, and, and he kind of double-clutched it and tried to throw it into a tight window there, and Helgeson made a great play.
1: And a nice return on the play. Thank you, John. And now it's second down and a handoff and hitting and getting smothered as Tubbs in the backfield. From the Dowling 34, they'll move the ball back to the uh, 38-yard line. Loss of four to bring up. Third and long for the Dragons. Jack Meyer on the stop there for the Maroons in the backfield and creates that loss,
4: and now it puts Johnston in a tough position. you got a third and long, and and, uh, all eyes go to Tyler Moore right now.
1: Dragons letting that uh, game clock get inside 10 before they break their huddle. 435 remaining. Game clock continues to run. Johnston 15, Dowling 9. Here on a very damp night at Johnston Stadium turf field and it's all dragons so far all right here's ruts out of the uh, shotgun to give us the tubs and he's tripped up and gets back to the original line of scrimmage which was the the 36 yard line will bring up fourth and 10 for the dragons and
4: uh you know it's Obviously, this is going to be a you think you know this is no man's land again you know you, so you don't know what they're going to try here if they're going to gamble and go for it and figure if they're giving the ball back here but I got to believe they're going to try and punt the ball they've had good success with right the they're just Put going the to let, ball inside the ten they're going to let the
1: game clock yeah. run down mm-hmm. and uh, you'll see a timeout uh, right now we want to thank Kemen along with Mercy One and Skeffington's formal wear. For supporting our broadcasts all season long. Reminder, the Iowa Catholic Radio Mar- uh, Carathon starts on Monday, September 28th, and uh, you can uh, give online at iowacatholicradio.com. And we've got a timeout on the field. We'll take a one-minute break, 3.37 well, remaining. Take the penalty. They're going to the delay a game and not call the timeout. And they are not taking it. Okay, Dowling went back to the sideline, and I thought, well, we're going to take the the timeout and then punt it. But no, Coaches, Coach Woodley says, no, bring the – Pun- punting unit in and uh, Rutz, he can kick it down towards the end zone. As Brooks in for Dowling, he'll stand back around the inside his 15, and Rutz will stand back at his own 46-yard line, awaiting the snap from uh, Sam Zindel. Rutz gets away. It's a low end-over-end kick, kicked near side, out of bounds, out of right bounds. around the 20. We'll yeah. see where they mark it. That one, he was making sure Louis Brooks didn't
4: get a shot at it, and uh, the ball goes out of bounds at the 20-yard line, 22.
1: So it'll be 1st and 10, Dowling from their own 22-yard line with 3.31 remaining. 4th quarter, Dowling trailing 15-9 to Johnston. Marins will start there on their own 22-yard line. And, John Chido, before uh, the Dowling offense gets out there, give us your perspective on the Dowling sideline. This might be the final uh, possession offensively.
3: Yeah,
2: yeah, absolutely, and you're going to have to make every down count, going to stay away from penalties, and just take bits and pieces at a time.
1: 1st down play. And Smolik with it, being chased, fires the ball downfield. Caught, and the tight end makes the catch for Dowling, Jalen Thompson, and he's wrestled out of bounds. Tried to get out of bounds. I'm going to keep the clock keep the running. Clock rolling. Yeah, Thompson with the catch.
4: Nice catch there. And Smolik double clutched again, and get to the, get a little nervous when he threw a rocket over the middle. And Jalen Pettis
1: or Jalen um, um, Thompson. Catches Thompson catches it and keeps the offense moving. Gain of four, second and six. Maroons, three receivers left. One to the right. Smolik at quarterback. Out of the shotgun, steps up, fires the ball downfield, looking for Louie Brooks, and it's incomplete. Louie was well defended that time by the Johnson defensive back, and that being Carter Kriegel. Yeah, he ended up throwing it over his inside shoulder. If he gives Louie
4: a chance, if he can get it to his outside shoulder, um, but that's a that's a tough throw and, and uh, gave Louie a shot, but it was a little too far inside.
1: So bring up. Third down and six for the Maroons from their own 26-yard line. Three receivers to the left, one to the right. Swagger in the backfield. Smolik under, out of the shotgun, fires it downfield. The pass is intercepted, inter- intercepted again. Intercepted, yeah. and he threw it into traffic, and the Dragons are going to win this ball game. That might do it.
4: Yeah, he he just lofted that ball into the air, and I think the play originally was supposed to go to the left side, and we had all the routes going on the first down marker. And uh, he chose to stay to the right side, and there's a lot of traffic there, and that's and, uh, a, a tough tough play to make. And now it's on
1: the defense to try to get the ball back. 2.46 remaining, Dowling with uh, three timeouts left. All three of their timeouts. Yep. And uh, John Chido on the interception. Was that uh, more for Johnson with the interception?
2: Yeah, I believe so. Uh, it was a screen pass that was set up, and, and Swagger uh, got caught up trying to get out there, and uh, he, he was – the ball is thrown, kind of floated in there, and it was a great, great defensive play.
1: We're not sure if it was Kriegel or Moore that intercepted it, but it's first down Johnson at the dowling. 29, 246 remaining. They hand it off. And it's the uh, tailback, and he pushes his way inside the 25, and he may have gotten eight, eight or nine yeah. yards on it.
4: And the thing is now with for Johnston, they end up in in uh,
1: in field goal range as well. And that was more Aiden Moore with the carry, and a timeout called by Dowling. We'll keep it here. Or rather, we'll take a one-minute break. 2.35 remaining, fourth quarter. It is Johnston, 15, Dowling 9, here on Iowa Catholic Radio.
13: Did you know you have a choice in your child's education? Smaller class sizes, dedicated teachers, a sense of community, and a caring learning environment. Whether it's in the classroom or at home, Diocese of Des Moines Catholic Schools deliver the best value in education, and we offer tuition assistance to help you afford it. Learn more about how the Catholic schools in the Des Moines Diocese might be the right choice for your child. Visit dmdiocese.org schools.
1: Welcome back to Johnston Stadium as Johnston, now the timeout. to give is to Michael Foldis, who's in at tailback. And he gets the first down from the Dowling 22, knocked out of bounds inside the 20. And now Dowling's
4: forced to let the clock run here after after the first down. So they'll take a
1: timeout after this uh, first play. Other games tonight here. In Class 4A, we mentioned uh, Southeast Polk traveling to Cedar Rapids-Kennedy. That's a top ten matchup. Number two, Polk at number ten, Kennedy. Valley was idle tonight. They're ranked fourth this week. Council Bless Lincoln was at Urbendale, The game being played just down the road. And uh, Waukee leading Ankeny Centennial at last report. We'll give, we try to give you a score. That's Dowling's next opponent. Inside handoff. And that's the tailback. Let's see which one's in there. Is it Foldis or Tubbs? And he's brought down. And it's Foldis at the uh, line of scrimmage. No gain at the 18. So now uh, Dowling's going to wait and take the timeout. timeout. Yeah. So we'll keep it here. A minute 54 remaining. 15 to 9 is our score. Johnson with the lead over Dowling. Mark Emadil alongside Matt Mandering. John Scheid on the Dowling sideline. And, uh, Johnny, you, uh, you said it well, the uh, the post-Valley game. You know, Tigers have the same problem getting up after the week of Dowling. Dowling has had this happen before, but uh, not after a win, not for a while. And it's been all Johnson night. Can't take away anything they have done.
2: No, you're, you're absolutely right. And, and when you make these miscues, uh, special teams, penalties, uh, interceptions, turnovers, and you're on the wrong side of that, uh, bad things are going to happen. And Galen had, had opportunities, and and they made some nice plays, and you get in the third line, and the next thing you know, it's, uh, you get pushed back two yards and turnovers. But Johnson. Put themselves in great position uh, to win this ball game, and, and they they deserve it. They played a well, well, uh, well, well football game tonight. Yes, yeah, they, they did. did.
1: And uh, next week, Johnson hosting Ankeny Centennial, and Dowling hosting Waukee. Uh, next week, a handoff goes to their tailback, and he stood up and dropped. And that is uh, that is Moore back in Aiden Moore, number twenty-nine, the tailback. He comes in for Foldus, and he's hit and dropped, uh, shy of the first down, and he brought down at the thirteen, a gain of five. Now Dowling's going to elect
4: with their last timeout to take it after this third down play. So you get a stop here, you make him kick the field goal, and uh, hopefully get the ball back.
1: Game clock continues to run. It's under it's under a minute 20 remaining. And Johnson breaks the huddle. They'll send one receiver left. That's Vinny Cresta. Split backs, uh, or rather quarterback in the backfield with uh, tailback Aiden Moore. Ruts. Let's that play clock go down, and now a timeout called by Johnson. We'll take a one-minute break. Minute and one minute, eight seconds remaining in the contest. 15-9, to Johnson leading Dowling here in the fourth quarter back in one minute on Iowa Catholic Radio.
14: The Christ Our Life Catholic Conference for Our Searching Souls, Friday and Saturday, September 26 and 27, at Wells Fargo Arena. Speakers include Father Donald Calloway, Sister Miriam James, Deacon Harold Burke Sivers, Mirjana Soldo, Magnus McFarlane Barrow, Steve Angrisano, and Iowa Catholic Radio's John Leonetti. Tickets and information are available through ChristOurLifeIowa.com. The Christ Our Life Catholic Conference, September 26 and 27, at Wells Fargo Arena. ChristOurLifeIowa.com.
11: Thank you, Skeffington's Formal Wear, for sponsoring Dowling Catholic High School football. In business since 1951, Skeffington's Formal Wear offers quality service, style, and selection, providing tuxedos, suits, and casual groom attire for weddings, proms, and any other special occasion. Skeffington's Formal Wear, with convenient locations in Des Moines, West Des Moines, Davenport, Coralville, and Ankeny. All locations are family-owned and operated by members in their respective communities, fitting you for life celebrations, online at skeffingtons.com.
1: Well, it was third down and 4 for uh, Johnston and they uh, do a running play and they give it to Mora and Jack Meyer comes in and hits him in the backfield, a loss and a play back to the 14. It'll bring up fourth and 4 for Johnston at the uh, Dowling, at the Dowling 14. And uh, Johnston, we have a timeout called and we're going to see the field goal unit, I believe Matt Maynard. Yeah, I think
4: in. I think so too. And now you're you're looking at is there a little magic somewhere. You get a blocked field goal or and, and Austin Klein got his hand on one earlier, so it's really you know Coach Woodley right here. Is he going to stay with it on fourth down, keep the ball on the ground, and or are you going to kickers out there? Kicker's out there, and Niren's out there, number you make, nine. You make the field goal, and the game's over because now you're up
1: by um, two scores.
4: Two scores. Yep.
1: So line so. of scrimmage is the Dowling 14, and uh, Nyron, Nick Nyron, a six-foot senior, handles all the place kicking. He does everything but punt. He'll attempt a 30-yard field goal from the left hash, going left to right towards the south end zone, Dowling, or put their block team in. Ball is down, kick is high enough, long enough, and it's right yeah, through he it. split the pipes. And that'll do it. Johnson now extends their lead to 18-9 on a 30-yard field goal by Niren, with 58 seconds remaining in the fourth quarter. Back in one minute, our score, Johnson 18, Dowling 9, here on Iowa Catholic Radio.
6: Thank you, construction professionals, for underwriting our show, Man Up, heard Mondays at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Construction professionals have been long supporters of Iowa Catholic
7: Radio, and we've seen their work. It's beautiful. They do remodeling or new construction that is innovative, functional, and designing what you want. It's a family business built on a strong foundation to create a new or remodeled home that is uniquely yours. cpcustomhomes.com. From our family to yours, God bless. Thank you, construction
6: professionals.
1: And back here at Johnson High School, our score now is Johnson 18, Dowling 9 as the Dragons go six plays, 29 yards. And Nick Nyron, a 30-yard field goal, extending Johnson's lead to 18-9. Here's the kickoff by Nyron, fielded by Louie Brooks across the 20, 25, still in the feet, 30, angling towards the far sideline and out of bounds at the uh, 40-yard line where the Dowling offense will take over first and 10. And Maroons are the first down, but 50 seconds remaining here Uh Matt Maindring, and just one timeout or no timeouts now remaining for the Maroons. Yeah, they get their
4: obviously you get your work cut out for you get a score and get an onside kick and trying to get two scores in 50 seconds. So, you know, you take some shots and we get a penalty, get a block in the back, so that's going to back them up even a little bit farther
1: here. Well, the return is going to be uh, coming back as you mentioned, as 50 seconds remaining, a block in the back on the return will move the ball back to the 26 yard line. And that's where so Dowling will start first and ten. And the Maroons come out with the two receivers on each side of the formation. And the quarterback is Steingraber. Jake looks to his right, fires it out. And the uh, pass is caught up to the 30-yard line. It's tr- Co- short completion that yep. time to uh, number 19 for the Maroons, and that being Koa Thompson. Koa Co- Thompson on the catch. Can't
4: stop the clock, and so those short little passes are not going to end up getting very far. Oh
1: there. will pass 50. Nice pass up to the midfield to Louie Brooks and he catches it and goes out of bounds right in front of the Johnston bench. Nice nice catch there by Louie. Nice
4: pass there by Steingraber, and Louie came back to the football and there's a lot of room in that secondary,
1: but we got a bunch of yards right there. Runs up the line of scrimmage. First down from their own 49 and they uh, throw the pass out. It's caught by Mac Anderson and he gets across the 40 of Johnston and finally drug down from behind at about the uh, 34 yard line of Johnston.
4: And again, in high school football, the clock stops
1: when uh, at the first down, so they get a little time here. Back to throw is Steingraber, fires the ball up, and passes incomplete, knocked down. As two defensive backs and a receiver went up for that one, a pass is incomplete, and I believe it was Koa Thompson, the attendant receiver. That stops the clock with 12 seconds remaining from the 34 of Johnston.
4: You got to take a shot in the end zone right here to give yourself a chance at, at two
1: scores. All right, back to throw is Steingraber. Looks right, throws right. He underthrew his receiver incomplete. Passed way underthrown at about the 30-yard line. Mac Anderson, the intended receiver, bring up third down and ten.
4: Now with seven Sept- seconds to go, you got probably one play left, maybe Two.
1: So the Maroons, who have uh, won 13 in a row since the loss last year to the Valley Tigers, and coming off a win over Valley last week, 22 to nothing, are going to be upset tonight. Back to throw Steingraber, the last play of the game, fires the ball near side, caught and out of bounds. Goes the uh, receiver, Carson Brown, with uh, two seconds remaining. He was able to get some yardage
4: there and give himself a chance to throw the ball into the end zone here,
1: as this will be the last snap. Spot the ball down right about the 25-yard line. And will be fourth and one. Unless there's a defensive penalty, this will be the last snap of the game. So Maroons trying to get their personnel in. They're going to flip-flop the field. The Maroons on the ball on the left hash. They go right to left. Three receivers left, one to the right. Steingraber at quarterback. The tailback is Swagger. Back to throw Steingraber on the snap. Fires it in the end zone. Looking for somebody. Looking for Koa Thompson. The pass is... It's t- touchdown. T- t- touchdown. Touchdown. Touchdown, yep. Koa Thompson on the final play of the game. And that makes the score 18-15. So, Koa... And they, I think they do have to do the extra point here. And that may, uh, that may be true. And uh, I'll tell you what. Maroons took the ball from their own 26 after the penalty. Marched it downfield, and Koa Thompson with the uh, touchdown reception there, uh, John Chido, no time left. That'll be, well, almost our final score, Johnny, 18-15. And they're not going to, I don't think they have to do the extra point, and they won't. Oh. Yep, the game is over. And Johnson with an 18-15 win to uh, snap the Dowling 13-game winning streak. So, congratulations to head coach Brian Woodley and the Johnson Dragons. They win it here at their place, eighteen to fifteen over Dowling Catholic. Uh, Johnson came out in that first
4: quarter and really uh, established a presence at the line of scrimmage and did an outstanding job and, and showed uh, their strength up front at the beginning of the ball game. They and did. Dowling was never really able to recover after that first quarter. And and uh, you got to
1: give credit to Johnson. They played a heck of a ball game. Well, congratulations to the uh, Dragons. They upset number one Dowling tonight. Final score, Johnson 18, Dowling 15. And uh, we'll take a, a break and come back with our postgame activities alongside Matt Mandering. I'm Mark Amadale, John Chido on the Dowling sideline. And we'll come back with postgame activities from Johnson High School here on Iowa Catholic Radio.
10: iowa catholic radio kwky des
0: moines k233 bt des moines kihs Adel. listen online anytime at iowacatholicradio.com or download the iowa catholic radio app And
1: hey, we're back here at uh, johnson high school congratulations to the dragons a win tonight over dowling as they upset number one dowling 18 to 15 the final score and, Matt, the extra point was not needed to be attempted because in high school football it's uh, basically a dead ball play. You either kick the point. If it's blocked, there's no return. So no That's need right. for the extra point. So Johnson right. wins it 18-15 to 15 over the Maroons to uh, snap Dowling's uh, winning streak that uh, dated back to last year. 13 in a row by the Maroons, and it comes off a, a Dowling win last week over Valley. And here are the Johnson Dragons back in. Their record now 2-1, and one, and Dowling falls to 2-1. and one.
4: Yeah, you know, it's one thing with a a young team, and you say that every year about Dowlinger, a young team, there's a lot of new starters out there, but, you know, they have to learn that after those big games, that next team's ready to give you their best shot. And that's you know, when you're on top of the pile, everyone's going to bring their best game, and you've got to be on your best game, game in and game out. And, and uh, Dowling just misfired a few too many times tonight,
1: a few uh, too many mistakes. We're going to look at the uh, give the, the statistics right now as we've got to give this back to uh, Coach Seifert as uh, we appreciate him providing those statistics tonight. Again, our halftime score was uh, Johnson 15, Dowling 9. The final score ended up being 18-15. Johnson with the win over the Maroons. Both teams now 2-1, and they will move on to uh, next week as uh, for Johnson – They will be uh, home next week against Ankeny Centennial, who, by the way, was uh, getting beat at last report by uh, the uh, Waukee Warriors. Last report it was 17-7, Waukee leading Ankeny Centennial. For Dowling, they will host Waukee next Friday night. It will be Dowling's homecoming as uh, number one Dowling against seventh-ranked Waukee at Valley Stadium. We'll have the game here on Iowa Catholic Radio. So let's take a look at the uh, uh, statistics. Uh, Sure, I I do that. and. (laughs) I, I you just, I, you just I, I, it up. I just got Siri. Uh oh. <laughs> uh so read the Siri
4: read the statistics to me, Siri. Yeah, she's
1: asking what can you help me with? Yeah. We'll open up uh, open up Seifert's uh, yeah. uh <laughs> a tablet as uh perfect timing. and luckily uh Coach Seifert's right here and he did it. And thank you, Coach. So let's take a look at the uh Statistics in this contest, Dowling with 359 yards of total offense. Johnson with 181. Maroons passed the ball for 277 yards tonight. Johnson with 46 yards. Maroons rushed the ball for 82 yards. Johnson rushed for 135 yards. Maroons are penalized six times for 55 yards. Johnson, three penalties for 15 yards. Maroons with 17 first downs. Johnson with 11. Quarterback Jake Steingraber for uh, the Maroons. Uh, 13 out of 19 passing. 190 yards and a touchdown and one interception. Jackson Smolik, 8 out of 17 passing. 87 yards, no touchdowns, and two interceptions for uh, Johnson. Uh, their quarterback jack rutz five out of 15 passing 46 yards and one interception on the evening leading receiver or rather leading rusher for dowling zach swagger 11 carries 57 yards jake steingraber four carries 22 yards blake anderson had two carries for five yards for the maroons adam townsend two carries for five yards and uh, cam middleton tonight three carries negative four yards for johnson they're uh, Leading rusher was Aiden Moore, their backup tailback. 16 carries, 69 yards and a touchdown. And uh, quarterback Jack Rutz, their second leading ball carrier, seven carries, 52 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Blake Tubbs, 12 carries, 12 yards. Also out there, Michael Foldis three, uh, with five carries for nine yards. And their tight end, Tyler Moore, one carry for negative seven yards. The leading receiver for the Maroons was Mac Anderson. Nine catches, 124 yards on the evening. Louis Brooks, five catches. For 83 yards, Koa Thompson, two catches, 29 yards, and the late touchdown uh, for the Maroons. Carson Brown, three carries, three catches rather, for 27 yards, and Zach Swagger, one catch for 10 yards. Jalen Thompson, the Dowling tight end, one catch for four yards. Leading receiver for Johnson uh, was the only guy who caught the uh, football tonight. Five catches, 46 yards for Tyler Moore, their outstanding tight end, uh, averaging 9.2 yards a catch. So that is the uh, Tale of the tape tonight as Dowling with 359 yards of total offense, Johnson 181, but the scoreboard says otherwise. Johnston 18, Dowling 15, the final, and the Maroons have their 12-game uh, or 13-game winning streak snapped here on a damp, miserable night here at Johnson, yeah. but it's bright and sunny in that yeah. dragon locker room it with is. head coach it Brian is. Woodley.
4: Yeah, they and they deserve it. They, they outplayed the Maroons tonight, and you can't, you know, you look at the yardage and such a discrepancy you know he doubled the yardage for the maroons that but the turnovers were the difference and and uh b- making giving johnson those opportunities um you can't do that because in 4a football it, this it's, it's a very competitive league and and no matter who you're playing up here it's it's going to cost you.
1: Yes, it did. And the Maroons uh, got caught tonight. Congratulations to Johnson and Brian Woodley as the Dragons approved their record of 2-1. and one. Dowling falls a 2-1. and one. We'll continue our post-game show along with Matt Mandry and I'm Mark Hamadil. We'll catch up with John Chida, who's in the press box now. And we'll have final thoughts when we return here on Iowa Catholic Radio.
11: Thank you, Skeffington's Formal Wear, for sponsoring Dowling Catholic High School football. In business since 1951, Skeffington's Formal Wear offers quality service, style, and selection, providing tuxedos, suits, and casual groom attire for weddings, proms, and any other special occasion. Skeffington's Formal Wear, with convenient locations in Des Moines, West Des Moines, Davenport, Coralville, and Ankeny. All locations are family-owned and operated by members in their respective communities, fitting you for life celebrations, online at skeffingtons.com.
1: back either and we're back here at uh, johnson high school congratulations to uh, head coach brian woodley in his 19th year knocking off the dowling maroons tonight johnston 18 dowling 15 game you heard on iowa catholic radio so number one goes down for the second week in a row in class 4a alongside uh, matt maindry i'm mark amadale john chido brings his uh, microphone up here we're going to uh, visit with him in a little bit let's catch you up with some other scores. that uh, dowling's opponent next week is waukee for homecoming and right now waukee A final in Ankeny, Waukee 24, the Ankeny Centennial Jaguars 7. And uh, the other Ankeny team, number 8 Ankeny, on the road at undefeated Fort Dodge. And Ankeny leading Fort Dodge 45-18 in the fourth quarter. So there's a couple scores to pass along. And, uh, Johnny, you were down that Dowling sideline. And, boy, it was a little bit different than last week to this week. A lot of that has to do with the opponent. And the Johnson Dragons came out ready. They capitalized on what Dowling did and didn't do in the first half. They led at halftime. Uh, by the score of fifteen to nine, and they held on in the second half. Uh, late score by Dowling with no time left, but you got ha- to tip your hat to your opponent, and that's Johnson Dragons.
2: Yeah, and, and Johnson, the, the first series of the game, they went right down, marched right down the field, and they they, they punched it in for for the touchdown. And the, the the level of enthusiasm on the Dowling sideline was night and day compared to last week, and and that had a lot to do with it. But you credit a Johnson team, which is a good, well coached, good football team they come down and they put put points on the board to start the game and then the miscues started to happen and when you're in a ball game with a team like this and you have miscues after miscues and you have opportunities to even come back and still with a chance to win the game and you have another miscue and it's hard. That, that's, that's, that's tough. Uh, you can only overcome, overcome so much. Yeah.
3: And yeah. you hope
1: you have an opportunity. The Maroons had plenty of opportunities Absolutely. in the second half, but there's only so much you can overcome. And, Matt, that goes back to uh, turnovers. Some uh, untimely interceptions by the Maroons. I don't think they lost the ball in a fumble tonight, if I look back at my score right. sheet. But interceptions capitalized on by Johnson. Then the, the w- first miscue, the safety for the Maroons, they're already down 8 nothing. Johnson scores, misses the extra point. Maroons come down, and they punt. On fourth down, and they have to fall on the, uh, the ball on a bad snap in the end zone.
4: Yeah, and and dug themselves a hole, but in the end, they gave themselves an opportunity. I mean, we're down down on the two yard line, two yard line with a great catch by Mac Anderson down there, and you know, and, and and the defense did its job; it shut Waukee out essentially until the end of the first, you know, after the first quarter, and then you, until the end of the fourth quarter here. And uh, the offense moved the ball at times It just couldn't get that, you know, get that consistency in there to get it the, in.
1: And, and those turnovers are tough to come overcome. The one stop where the Dowling defense gave up was a fourth and three for Johnson, and Rutz kept the football. The Johnson quarterback yeah. went around the right side and yeah. kind of went through traffic down the near sideline and went in for a 37-yard touchdown run on a fourth and three from the Dowling 37. That might have been one of the backbreakers, but – maroons had opportunities to capitalize on that and didn't happen and you know just you know timely opportunities that didn't happen for the maroons that, that happened for johnson johnny
2: yeah and we talked about they only needed to have a playmaker step up make a play austin klein makes a great interception yeah um uh, then three plays later uh jackson smolik on a big third down and 13 third and 14 mm-hmm. uh rolling away from the receiver and making a throw across uh the field and Mac Anderson going to high point the ball and making a great catch to get it inside the two and then uh, didn't punch it in and then we it couldn't they couldn't capitalize
4: yeah and you're right i mean it, 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 you see flashes of things that might be able to that might be able to um, Make this team go, and then it was a flash. I, I think in the second half, you know, they started out and ran the ball well because in the first half they couldn't move the ball on the ground. No. And in the second half they came out and had a series there where they moved the ball well on the ground. And then after that, that Johnston defensive front um, really took over and and uh, shut it down again.
2: And then how many fourth and ones or fourth and short, uh, even third and shorts that Dowling got stuffed and mm-hmm. it turned into a loss? That, that's that was big momentum. So that changes. goes back to
1: what Coach said. I think John, you know that. You know Dowling's 55. Uh, Pettis does a great job with well, their 55. Kennon, tremendous job. He's the, uh, you know, he had 11 tackles come in. 6'2", 265, and a, a senior. And uh, Coach Willie talked about him. I said, "What about your lineman?" He said, "Kennon, uh, 55, just like your 55." And he was exactly right. Mm-hmm. And those were right. Some of that, those things didn't happen. And Moore, Godwin, and uh, did a nice job as at linebackers. I mean, they were. Yep. off that, and then Helgeson with uh, a couple of interceptions, yeah. and you know. and you missed
4: Jake Olson up front. You as, know, as and, a and, center, and, you yes. know, the a senior center, and yeah. that center is your is your captain down there. You know, he's the one that's controlling everything at the line of scrimmage, and they do miss him, and they'll be excited to get him back. And I think Lynch, next week too, being able to yeah. set the edge to be yeah. able
2: to run that football.
4: Yeah. Uh, so and and, and Jalen, you know, he's a young young tight end, and he's coming along really really well with that blocking is the thing that's going to take him a little while to get figured out. And, and uh, so it, there's some growth to happen. And, and, and you know what? I think every, every year there's been one
2: loss. Right? Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's been like that since Mark's uh, son, Nico. That's the last undefeated team. We were talking about this the other day. Mm-hmm. That's true. You, you always have a
1: setback. 15 And, 15? and that, that normally gets the attention of the team and i'm sure coach mm. did that tonight that's why we're not talking to him right now i think he's uh, uh doing some extra coaching when the game's over which uh, rightly so but uh what was i going to mention uh you know the tight ends tonight jalen thompson for dowling had a couple catches but he got shaken up but uh the more kid tyler Moore. they had two Moors on the team tyler was a tight end for johnson he had a tremendous night you can yeah, see they featured him he took a lick early in the first half and came back so both tight ends were a big part of their these offense tonight and uh, obviously, Johnson executed more so than Dowling. Yeah,
2: yep. Yeah, yeah, there, there's no doubt. And I kept looking up at the scoreboard and the two-point safety uh, that wasn't that was given up by the offense. Mm-hmm. Then the bad uh, the, the kick put uh, Johnson with great field position to start that. And Dowling's field position the whole first half was they were playing from behind the chains. They had terrible field position, but Johnson put them in that situation by playing good, good defensive football, good sound football for that.
1: My well, hats off to Brian Woodley and the Johnson Dragons, uh, Coach Woodley in his 19th year here at Johnson, knocking off Dowling tonight, and that'll be one that uh, you can you can put on that uh, on that bulletin board, you know, knocking off the number one team in the state after they just got done beating Valley. Uh, that's that's a feather in his cap, and tip to the uh, Johnson Dragons tonight, and. Uh, tell you what, next week, it's, as Matt and I were talking about, Johnny, you know this as a parent, it's homecoming week, and that's full of distractions, although limited this year. <laughs> not the,
4: many, there's not many events going uh, on. There's, there's not, events that are, you know, not many distractions. And then you have to boot, uh, yeah. which is going to be a tough football. ball game. But, tough ball game. But, but
1: what gets your attention is Waukee, and the Waukee Warriors come to Valley Stadium next Friday night, 7 o'clock kickoff, a top-10 matchup. And uh, we'll see how this Dowling team responds, Johnny.
2: Well, you're, as a coaching staff, you're going to find out what your team is made of. And when you have adversity and you always talk about you're always going to have adversity is how you get yourself back up on your feet mm-hmm. and how do you perform the next play, the next game. It's really going to tell you what type of team um, the 2020 Dowling Maroons are.
1: All right, Johnny, thanks for all your help on the sidelines tonight, you and Mr. Scagliano. Uh Good luck on the golf course tomorrow and this weekend, and stay dry out there. I know that this is going to stop. They're going to stop raining sometime tomorrow, Sunday for sure. Mr. Maindring, what's it, 50-50 tomorrow with uh, rain on and your tee time? Yeah,
4: well, if it's raining, I'm not going. <laughs> and, and you already got the
1: tip from uh, Mr. Shido. He's the That's right. uh, he's a veteran there at uh, Blank Golf yeah. Course. So yeah, my first you. time out there. I'm excited to
2: see. It's, it. it's so. a fun course. It's a lot of lot of water. Uh, they've taken out a lot of sand traps, but. Uh, you know, Saturday nights is you know, Mark has invented this couple golf night, uh, because he bought his wife Sherry uh, new clubs, or, and she's a good golfer. So now my wife and I are are doing it as well, and it's it's been entertaining. But thanks I, for the invites. Now, Giggs. Now, now, you, now you have two worlds colliding. So <laughs> it's, uh, that's it's a, a little bit different. That's a blank. Yeah, that's a blank. Oh, okay.
4: Yeah, yeah so that's my wife and I are going out with my son and and uh, his date. So let's awesome! See. Oh, awesome! Yeah, we'll
1: see the, but she's probably the best golfer of the whole bunch. So, <laughs> did Spirit Lake win? Because that could Spirit that, Lake won. See that'll yeah. be a, that'll be a great environment, and yeah. you'll be walking around. It's like oh no! I come yeah. back to the radio booth, and we lose. And yeah. Now that we're going to have this. Uh, uh, this Twitter war, we're going to get bring back Marcoulier. Yeah, and it's like He's halfway to Minnesota right now. visiting <laughs> his <daughters, laughs> as, long as the Packers so. win
2: on Sunday. Oh, there the, we go. Uh, you know, speaking right. of fantasy football, I have Aaron Rodgers as my well, quarterback. There you go. and
3: there uh, <laughs> <laughs> I hope
2: he performs a lot better than he did the last six games of the season.
1: Point-wise. <laughs> I think you got, a good, you got a good pick right there. Yeah, I think you're all right. Well, gentlemen, thank you. I know you we're, we're going to have to move this along, but uh, we'll talk to you next Friday night. Dowling and Waukee valley stadium be there uh we'll be simulcast so uh, mr Maynard we got to kind of dress up in case we're on tv have okay. got to figure that out we're, we've been in the covid thing in the valley press box so we're Kind of distancing, so no no extra camera. Doesn't yeah. make a difference. They find Johnny on the sideline, so they'll yeah. they'll find him. But uh,
4: it's a. I tell you what, being from home last week and watching the game on TV, what a sharp picture. I mean, yeah. it looks
1: it's it's professionally done. It's nice.
4: Pete it's and CISN.TV. Yeah. TV.
2: Over twenty six thousand views last week.
1: Over twenty six thousand. That's amazing. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that is not even including our, our radio folks. But mm-hmm. we were we'll do the simulcast next week, Dowling and Walkie. So we look forward to that. And guys. We'll, we'll move on. The yeah. runs are 2-1. They've had an uh, interesting three games. It's hard to believe it's a seven-game regular season, Matt. Yeah, no, Not I nine. And we're just over <laughs> a third. How do you how do yeah. you math people figure that out? We're just over a third in the season. Next week we'll be over halfway point of the season. Mm-hmm. How about that? Yeah, it's, it's going to be a crazy run. Certainly will. Yeah. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you. Have fun. Thank Enjoy you. the weekend. You bet. You too. Our, my broadcast partners, uh, John Chido and Matt Mainring, uh, with the call tonight here on Iowa Catholic Radio. And that will wrap things up from the uh, – Johnson Stadium, again the final. It was Johnson 18, Dowling 15. The Maroons' uh, 13-game winning streak is snapped. And that will wrap up our broadcast tonight. I want to thank Jeff Piggott, who's back at the Iowa Catholic Radio Studios, for all he does. Thank him. Thanks to him. Athletic Director Tom Wilson and the head football coach at Dowling. I appreciate all his work as he joined us in the pregame show. Mary Pick, Michael Connor, and all the folks back at Dowling. Jared Seifert our providing our game stats tonight. Our halftime guest, Mr. Matt Maindring, principal of Dowling. I want to thank him for his input and talk about what's going on at Dowling. And, uh, reminder, our next game is next Friday night. It's number seven Dowling or number, number seven Walkie at number one Dowling. Those rankings will change a little bit after tonight. It'll be Dowling's homecoming. Uh, join us for the broadcast here on Iowa Catholic Radio. 6.30 pregame, seven o'clock kickoff. Our thanks to Brian Woodley, the head football coach here at Johnson and their athletic director, Josh Toby and the folks, uh, Behind the scenes, Randy Sparks and all his crew here at Johnston for getting us set up and on the air. Once again, the final tonight, Dowling loses 18-15 to Johnston. And uh, for my broadcast partners, Matt Mainering and John Chido, I'm Mark Amadale. Thanks for joining us for another week of Dowling Catholic Football. And we'll be on the air next Friday night, 630. It's Dowling and Waukee in the Maroons' homecoming. Again, the final, Johnston, 18, Dowling, 15. The final here from Johnson High School. Have a safe and blessed faith-filled evening. Coverage
0: of Dallin Catholic High School football is underwritten by Ashworth Vision Clinic, Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, Mercy One, Skepticons Formal Wear, and Bows in the Florence. Please support the businesses that underwrite Iowa Catholic Radio. The proceeding has been a Dallin Catholic Sports presentation on Iowa Catholic Radio.